we need to make your choices for you and then we can leave you alone to do as you're told take away those diamonds i don't need those rocks a second hand car and a new pair of socks i want liberty without conditions <laughs> well that went a slightly slightly wrong there because i just have to quickly flick the frame over from the regular chasing descent frame to the after dark frame but uh, there is no John for the minute. I don't know if he is going to be joining us at some point. So he might just appear at some point in the evening. But good evening, one and all. And welcome to this episode of Chasing Descent After Dark with myself, Ben. With the tech guy extraordinaire over there, Adam. Uh, and for the first hour, for at least the first hour, uh, the the guest of the evening is our good friend and colleague, Mr. David Nolan himself, the man responsible for getting 300,000 plus signatures on a .gov petition to stop vaccine passports and the owner, operator and organizer of StopCommonPass.org. Good evening, David. Good evening, Ben. Good evening, Adam. Great to be with you guys. Uh, it's been a while. Thanks for having us back on. Well, you know, you know, we, uh, we, we get asked for you all the time by the audience. When's David yeah, coming yeah, back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we've got Shalini <laughs> in, the, in the chat right now. She's very excited. First thing she said, hi, David, with, with waving emojis. The second yeah, you Shalini, popped up. Shalini did ask me when I was going to be back on. So there you go. <laughs> so you are. Sorearm says, yeah. all hail, David. Thanks for all your sterling work. Um, so, so yeah, you've got some fans in the chat already. So, uh, how are you, man? Good. Yeah, I'm doing good. I don't expect. I'm, I'm a, I'm a very humble sort of guy, Ben. You know me like over a year now, Adam as well. I kind of, I don't, I don't expect all this kind of fan stuff. Like the work, the work kind of like never ends. You know, you just get up and you just get at it every, every day you can. So, yeah, but just because you don't expect it doesn't mean. Well, it's not really a fan base. More than really, it is people that really appreciate you and appreciate Grati the work a, gra that you've a gratitude done. base. That that's that's really nice. Yeah, yeah I, I appreciate I, I, that. And you know what? I I used to re I I found it myself. I found it very weird to begin with. You know that you would have something of even if it's only tiny, like a little fan base and people that would say thank you for the work that you do. And 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 yeah, we, we've yeah. both had it in person now, and that's even weirder when people just come up to you in the street and say, "Oh hi, I know you, and thank you." I mean. Every time I go to a rally, this gimbal is just not staying still. But every time I go to a rally, uh, I, I get get all of that, and still I find it really weird. But you know, uh, what 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 do you say? You say thank you, I guess. And well, in fairness, Ben, in fairness, Ben, when I've been at the rallies with you, you are a bit of a rock star now. I mean, you do stand out and compare in comparison, like to myself. I just have to, I, I just have to step to one side. I'm just like, I'm just, I'm just the teamster here. I'm just helping Ben. You know. Why do you think I wear the shirt a few buttons down now? Because they, they, they love it. They love it. Exactly. You are the press. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I asked you to, um, because you know how the format of After Dark works. We don't really have yeah. an interview. We just have a conversation, uh, yeah. and I thought we could get an update from you on where where you think we are, where you think we are in the world, and how vaccine passports and digital IDs and the like are going or not going, and and what you think is next. 
Well, they're certainly going, you guys. There's a lot of burrowing that's going on in the background, which you probably have noticed. Um, so these, I mean, the whole thing with the COVID status certification, the vaccine passports, it's it's like, I like to compare it to like Tony Blair. It's a bad smell that, you know, doesn't go away. Yeah. Um, or if you want to call it not weed, it's something that really kind of needs to be pulled up from the seams. you got to put something down to make sure that it, that it never comes back again. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's where the naivety seems to be with some individuals um, and other groups and organizations who don't get me wrong, have, you know, uh, all of us collectively have, you know, applied a huge amount of pressure on uh, the English government as well as the other devolved nations with regards to the, to the, to the certification. But by no means is it 100% scuppered or seen off because let's face it, what's what's happening is is that Nicola Sturgeon, um, Scottish government, uh, they've replied to myself uh, in terms of some recent communications. They they are holding on to it voluntarily, domestically. I mean the the international sphere of things is a completely different animal. I'm not really going to get into that this evening, but domestically it, it is it is voluntary. They're holding on to that. The Scots have told us that. The Welsh replied to me yesterday via a letter that was sent on uh, March the 4th. So this went straight to the health minister, Elan uh, uh, Morgan's office. That's the, uh, the health minister, social services. And um, it's the same sort of reply, um, you know, typical. They're, they're not given, of course, a direct answer. It's like, well, look, we're holding on to this because, you know, coronavirus is getting out of control again. It's putting the NHS under pressure and... They'll drag up things uh, like the 1970, uh, 1974 um, uh, Health and Workers Act, yeah. you know, where employee, sorry, employers have this responsibility, you know, to to look after, you know, employees and the public's health and whatnot. So they really are um, rinsing this as much as possible. Like they're right down to the dregs with this. Haven't heard anything back from Northern Ireland. I mean alongside and, and England as well, uh, especially the, the Department of Health and Social Care, the DHSC. So they so I've, I've only heard back from Wales and from Scotland like, regarding some waiting on the other administrations. But I mean, what I can reveal from what was said back to us yesterday from uh, from the Welsh ministers was that there are active talks happening right now regarding a timeline to uh, to completely get rid of the domestic and voluntary I COVID status certification. I think that's a start. But... It's a start. It's progress. I mean, the legal requirement was was dropped in most administrations kind of like mid to late February. There was a bit of a domino effect that happened. You know, Boris announced it and a couple of weeks later, it was Mark, Mark Drakeford. And then it kind of carried on from there. But um, they still are holding on to this. I mean, from... Tomorrow, uh, April the 1st, the uh, the UK government will, sorry, the, the English government will no longer um, be uh, issuing guidance or recommending the use of the voluntary uh, domestic NHS COVID pass. So that's going that's to change good. things again. But this also kind of coincides with the, uh, a lot of people also feel that the Coronavirus Act 2020 uh, regulations have completely expired. 
that they've scrapped. They haven't. There are four um, provisions that remain. Am I correct in for saying England, that? For England, yes. So for England, Scotland, Wales and Northern Ireland, it's all being pushed through until at least the end of... So the 24th of September and then the other administrations, it's looking like the 30th or 31st of, uh, of, of September. So the majority of legislation um, has, uh, has lapsed. Um, but there are remaining provisions. So technically, the Coronavirus Act 2020 has not been scrapped. That's incorrect what some orgs and, you know, other named individuals are uh, are saying uh, right now. So there's a lot of activity that is still going on between the Coronavirus Act 2020 uh, with the COVID status um, uh, certification. Yeah. Um, I mean, my fear regarding this is what the EU talk about, not just the EU, but other third countries. It's it's regarding a handbrake mechanism, uh, mechanism which they which they have in place. So with a handbrake mechanism, what they're essentially saying is that, look, you know, if cases get out of control again, you know, if our health systems come under pressure, we're going to we're going to slap this back down um, on you lot. So while we have made progress, considerable progress, and to put the light and the shade in this, you know, in a positive sense, yes, of course, like this needs to be celebrated. But it yeah. is, as I said, it is naive of any individual or organization to say that this has completely gone because it hasn't. They could get this off, um, you know, the statute books tomorrow if they wanted, but they're they're not doing that. Um, but let's hope from tomorrow onwards, as things uh, progress with the you know removal of the guidance by the English government on the certification, that that's going to push things forward to a point where the uh, the NHS COVID pass for domestic purposes will be completely removed from the NHS app. Again, the international aspect is is a it's you know I've got a lot to say about that. It's a different animal, but for the domestic part, it needs to be completely expunged completely yes. abolished so let's hope that that sodding thing is going to be removed from the nhs app as soon so as possible. i've just whilst you've been uh, saying that i've just done a crude illustration yeah. of what needs to happen here now for you guys it will appear well the writing will appear backwards because i literally have to write backwards on this so they can see it forwards but i, I don't know if you can see that there but but that's uh that's that's a vaccine passport being being uh basically torched and that's what yes, we, that's yes. what we need to achieve here so um and that's what we've been working to achieve uh, a great many of us including the three of us sitting here i mean i i don't know about you well i do know actually but adam over there on the right has been a great help towards both of our campaigns he's been a great help towards yes. um and that's why i i kind of jumped jumped over to him tonight and i said can you come on with david as well because the three of us sitting in here right now that people are watching have been working at this, uh, you know, collectively and in part and separately since May of 2020. And I, I've actually been, I, you, you won't know this, David, but I've actually been, I've been bigging you up on the shows for the past few days, actually, because I'm so sick of people that, came in late to the game and just did virtually nothing and now want to stand around and take responsibility for work that people like you did and i i've been a bit cynical as of late 
but I, I, I genuinely think it's you and it's us sitting here and it's the little guy, the, the unsung hero, if you will, of the people that have supported us and our fight since, I say, collectively and in part since May of 2020 in this, that really deserve the credit. And so I just want to give you that credit because without your petition, without the petition, you as an absolute nobody at the time got 300,000 people to sign. This would never have been heard in Parliament. This would never have been debated. This would never have been pushed forwards. And you need that recognition. You really do. I appreciate that. I mean, the point where we're at now, you guys, and to to recognise, you know, Adam's presence here this evening, I think that is important, especially from the tech point of view. Yeah. Because, um, you know, he... He, he is the tech guy and he knows a lot about what's happening regarding the, um, you know, all the business regarding, you know, NHSX, the business side of the, of the NHS, a lot of stuff that we kind of talk about in our, in our social channels. But, you know, if we do get on to, uh, you know, digital ID um, I, as well, about what's going to be happening say, in April. Actually, if we do move forward to that, I would like to take a step back and let you two take, take the reins on that because you two are yeah. more knowledgeable in that side of things than I am. We can get into that, but just uh, just before that, like yeah, no, I, I appreciate what you what what you said, and I think it's it is really important to recognise that you know the the collective effort. Yes, of course, there are some individuals and organisations who kind of you know emerged since, say, for example, uh, probably like March or April of um, late in of, the game twenty twenty one. I I think I think it is. Yeah, I know. There's there's some Johnny come lately's there. Again, I'm trying to be um, I'm trying to be balanced uh, about yeah. this. It is really important that we have as many voices uh, as possible um, on board, especially when it comes now to to really getting out into the into, yeah. But into the public what, what consciousness. really grinds my gears? What re and I know I know I say that you know like that's that's a cliche thing to say, but what really grinds my my gears is is the people that that take responsibility for something and just completely shun the people that actually did the work that actually yeah. did the work behind the scenes and and then you know go and have their cocktail parties and say we did it guys we did it it's it just yeah, yeah. it's getting on my nerves and it really no no is. i i yeah no i i understand that um yeah that's what i was saying earlier on there there is a you know a naivety from some individuals in certain organizations like regarding their kind of more kind of blue tick media kind of yeah. based like strategy alongside with the corporate kind of like media as well to proclaim that you know they have uh, single-handedly uh, scuppered or seen off or completely like abolished the certification is not really in line with the reality of what's going on no. it is it is naive it is myopic there is as in like short-sighted there is no kind of like um kind of uh foresight like regarding this uh, it was it was you and i ben like back we were getting to know each other we started doing some shows in early like 2021 i think it was it, it was, was around yeah. probably april or may it was of 2021. january our first show january right january but by around you know it was it was just after um uh grant shaps and uh boris johnson starting to relax things it was, it was on april yeah. the 12th so nearly a year ago we started to talk about look these things are going to come back as in the certification is going to come back mm -hmm. it's going to bite us in the arse at some point like late in winter and that's when it all predictably started to kick up again so yeah. what i'm saying this evening is is that yes there is 
there is certainly a, a really great need now to put as much pressure um, on you know all administrations to, like I say, to abolish, to completely expunge the certification. The only thing I'll say about the international aspect is, you know, we kind of hashed this around before. What is promising is that the more countries that completely, you know, remove all COVID nineteen border restrictions, so that, I that think puts we've added France more sort of to the list today, haven't we? Yes, they've they've removed well, the state of certification, but you still have to test. Yeah, you can you you can use you can use um, you know the NHS uh, uh, COVID pass if you want, but if you're yeah. um, a COVID nineteen unvaccinated, this is the thing I don't like to say just unvaccinated because that could mean anything. You know, yeah. If you were a COVID nineteen or SARS CoV two unvaccinated individual, you want to enter France, you will not need a compelling reason at your like departure point from uh, from 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 any port in the UK to go to France. You will just need a negative rapid antigen or a negative uh, PCR test taken within 48 or 72 hours for the PCR before you travel. But you will not need um, an attestation d'honneur, which is the sworn statement. You will not need a compelling reason. You or I or Adam, we could go off in a jolly with just a negative test tomorrow if we wanted into into Paris. In one, gay that, Paris one, and... one that we just go like this. Stick in the pot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Alex Belfield, you know, Alex, Alex Belfield, he's currently in Las Vegas and he just admitted on camera today that when he did his rapid test to enter the United States, he waited till the pharmacist turned around, went like that, went like that and dropped it in the pot. I mean, this is how ridiculous it is, you know. It's... It is. It's a. It's it, it's a farce. I mean, I know. I, I know a vlogger who was in Egypt uh, around like the middle of last year, and they did his like his PCR test, like you know, on top of like a hotel terrace in the open air, where you know <laughs> con contamination could happen. And she said to him, you know, she said like, "Don't worry, this is going to come back negative. Don't worry, like it's guaranteed." You know. You're... So yeah, no, it's a complete farce and it's falling apart. And but then when uh, I entered yeah. France, I entered France in October of 2020. Um, oh no, sorry, October of 2021 and October of 2020 actually. But October, that's right, that's right. October 2021. You know, I drove in and uh, correct. When I got to the to the to the port of entry, when I got to the Euro Tunnel, all the lady did was look down on us from her little booth and go, "You all double vaccinated?" And I just looked up at her and went, "Yeah." And she went, enjoy your holiday. And that was it. That was that was the level of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that that's all they have to do. Um I mean there's some some European nations have been like real sticklers with this going on. I mean that yeah, so we have the France update. Sweden are completely dropping everything from tomorrow as well. That's been updated by the UK Gov tra travel advisory. Um and we've got Italy coming down the line as well. I think the super green pass is going to be it's going to will certainly it's going to start to be dismantled from probably either by or from the the, the first of may so there's the a super lot of stuff going on pass. the super green pass so yes yeah, super coercion and um yeah so a lot of stuff as expected i really kind of started thinking about this last kind of october november i was expecting big changes to happen um you know by the end of march start of april and it's it's all it's all kind of all the, the whole blueprint is starting to unravel now so the dominoes are starting to fall sir they really all very are. timed all very timed yeah, yeah but does that and i think this could be a good time to segue into uh, segue. Uh, bringing yeah. adam certainly into the conversation here because i want to talk or, or listen to you two talk about does does that 
mean that the 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 idea of digital ID is now ready? Because I I feel like the COVID status certification is falling apart because we are now just going on to the next thing, and that's digital ID, which ultimately ties into the sort of same wheelhouse, if you will. Um, and and like I say, it's not something I'm very up on. I've listened to a few of your conversations with Seek for Truth about it and, yeah, and yeah, things yeah. like that. But it's I know it's you two have more of a um, more of a, a knowledge base there. So I want to sort of step back a minute and just let you two go to town. Well, I mean, I, I definitely like to, to hand it over to um, to I mean to, to Adam. I mean, so I mean, I'll, I'll kick it off with you, Adam. So like you know, so so here we are. I mean. In early April, so from the sixth of uh, of April, we've got the identity documentation verification technology. The IDVT is kicking in. So, to give the audience an idea of what that is like, it could, it could be done for a DBS disclosure bar service, uh, barring service check. Um, you know your right to work being a British or like Irish citizen. It's basically a form of like remote checking, and um, so you won't have to show um, like a proof of identity like in person. It could be done via Say for example, like the the fintech method, you know, with your with your bank online, like Monzo, where you you take a selfie of yourself, and um, you take a picture of the document, and all of this stuff, you know, can be can be done remotely. So you don't have to be in front of someone from DBS or the uh, employer. This can all be done via, say for example, uh, your your mobile phone. So that's kind of the direction that we're kicking off now um uh, in april and i'm sure adam is also aware of the uh the um the the sso the single um so it's, it's the it's the one login i did an article about this on um on stopcommonpass.org uh recently um you know one one login to uh to, to rule them all i kind of use that picture from uh, Lord of the Rings, so it's it will be kind of more of a um, it's to take over from where the government's verify scheme left off because that's been a bit of a shambles. So I mean, there, there's some very important things happening this year. The ID, the the IDVT I told you about, the identity documentation verification technology is is, is kicking off, um, and we've got the the one login. But towards the end of this year. Um, the UK government wants to have their app go live, um, which could offer between 190 and right up to 300 uh, services. So the kind of the beginning of, like it's it, it's it's similar to the digital transformation goals of Ukraine, for example, or or a lot of nations like yeah. right now. The the, the state in uh, in in. In a, in, in a smartphone, um, uh, essentially, which has, it has a lot of, it has a lot of, a lot of benefits. There's, you know, a huge amount of efficiency there, but there's... Um... Well, ho- hold on, hold on, hold on now. I, I've actually got a question. I want to but, kick this one over to Adam yeah, because, yeah. right, yes. you talk about state and efficiency. Adam, do we trust that the, 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 the British government can pull off such an IT system? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. I mean, uh, looking at what they've got and what they run, um, you know, the equipment they've got, it's all out of date. Um, it's, you know, terribly old systems that really don't work well together. I I don't trust that they could do it. Um, maybe they can. Maybe we're wrong. Um, there is a certain element that, you know, says that 
there is a nefariousness behind it. But, you know, I, I don't know. I think, you know, a lot of what we see is incompetence, um, even though, you know, some of it clearly is organized and planned. But, I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the, the big Okta hack last weekend. No. Do, do enlighten uh, us. Enlighten well, us, yeah. Okta is a... Um, I'll, I'll put it on the screen. Let me just... Um, the BBC did an article on it, and it was, it was all over the web. Um, let's just stick it on. He's, he's very well prepared there. <laughs> Basically, um, Okta is an access management system. Okay. And when you install software, um, you put keys in, and many people and organizations use Okta keys. And as it says here, 15,000 clients from big companies, including FedEx to small organizations such as Thanet District Council in Kent. Um, <laughs> Thanet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. And the, the cyber gang lapsus were behind it. Oh, um, right, they hacked right, right. in and um, basically they're known for extortion, threatening the release of sensitive information. Um, and they they destroyed the the keys that Okta use, um, so they were able oh. to take control essentially of, of a lot of public systems. Right, and install like ransomware or something like that. So it was some form of like of, oh. of ransom attack, by the sounds of it. They didn't even have to do that. What they did was they used a load of off the shelf tools that were you know they could take take command of of any kind of files they wanted. Um, they could copy stuff off the, the environments. Um, it was a really, really basic hack. And Okta were told about it um, last year. Um, and they didn't do anything about it. They left it. Um, and it was sort of early January when they realized they'd got this problem. And there was, a, there was a guy that on Twitter that was actually looking for a job. And he found it and highlighted it. And they didn't do anything about it. So, you know, all these companies that were using these Okta keys, and I've installed Okta keys before in the past, and, you know, they just didn't do anything. So could they could they manage a digital health certificate? Well, wasn't I don't there... Know. I mean, wasn't... Maybe, maybe what they'd do is they'd put it outsourced to one of their companies, like, you know, uh, Atos or somebody like that, and yeah. get them to do it. And or Circle. It <laughs> yeah, yeah. But wasn't there a um, wasn't there an issue that that definitely wasn't an ha a hack with with a similar sort of company earlier in the year last year, which actually took the entire .gov website offline as well as many others. Um, yeah. And if that's if that's able to happen, and whether or not that was a hack, they're saying it wasn't. But whether or not it was. We'll never know. And I mean, it took off pretty much every mainstream media. It took off the BBC. It took off the .gov website. I believe it took down eBay um, and took down a whole ton of websites. And if the British government can't even sort of protect from that, do we trust that this sort of system... I mean, I'll give you an example. We'll go back to the NHS COVID pass, right? I, I heard stories time and time again of plane loads of people not being allowed to board because they could not access their COVID pass. So, uh, and, and I'm sure yeah. you're both familiar with this as well. That happened. That's I, correct. That did happen, yeah. I mean, that, that also happened. I heard that was happening whilst I was in France. And obviously, I didn't access that myself but because I had no need to access one. But I... I I was hearing stories of people going, I'm stranded at the Eurostar. 
I'm stranded at the airport. I'm stranded at the, the ferry port. We can't get yeah. back. We can't get back into the UK. Uh, and if something as, and I'm going to say basic as that, um, and it's not a basic system, I understand that, but when you compare it to the ambition of this, this one login thing and everything like that, if something like that can't even be reliably kept on the go, how can we trust that, that that these sort of digital IDs and these these one logins can even be kept running? Yeah, and I com- I completely agree with what Adam uh, said there. He like Adam knows exactly what he's talking about. He does. I, yeah. I kind of just even I even heard what when as soon as you started saying like, look, basically these the old systems and you know they're crap. Yes, I I agree. That's one thing I will give. You know, credit to uh, to to David Davis MP for saying is that yes, the government are crap with your data. They will continue to be crap with your data. They will it, it, they will they will sprinkle all this gold dust around. You know, a shining turd essentially. To it's it's to get as much buy in as possible of from course. from the public to take this next step with uh with uh, with digital id i mean to to remind people i'm sure adam will agree with this is that people say you know about uh you know about stopping uh digital id and and this and that but it's already it's not me saying something isn't is you know inevitable and you know kind of like me doing further i I think we're way past inevitable i mean this is already your digital id sitting right here this... Yeah, it's exactly. Well, it's 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 been around in terms of kind of you know card payments. Oh gosh, I mean, I even remember in the early days of 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 Amazon where you could get you know kind of you know the earlier forms of more kind of you know anonymized uh, Visa or Mastercard kind of yeah. you know debit or credit cards to pay with like you know on online. So um, I mean, like the the next step is regarding the the digital wallets, and there was a um, very good interview uh, recently that I posted about. Maybe this might jog uh, uh, the memory of you guys. It's, it's um, it was a podcast on Spotify called uh, the State of Identity Podcast. There's a guy, he's the CEO of um, of Who You. Okay, and um, they're trying to get the kind of like the government gold star right now regarding uh, digital identity. They're going through some kind of very rigorous hoops to try and kind of get that kind of pun intended like certification. Um, they really feel that 20, 2022 is like is, is going to be their year, like when this when this like really uh, takes off. So this guy Gareth uh, Naram Singh, his name is. Um, I mean, it, it was sent on to me by a chap called Colin uh, Hayhurst. He is the CEO of Mojik, which is an alternative uh, search engine, which is it's fantastic. And um, he says, have a listen to this. Uh, this is going to make your blood boil, especially between, I think it was like 11 and 13 or 14 minutes of it. Um, but basically what this CEO of, of Who You um, said was that... Um, uh, you know uh, what what they didn't expect during uh, the course of you know throughout 2020 and 2021 was you know well in excess of 30 million people in the UK downloading the NHS app you know mm. to use the domestic covid pass and to use it for travel uh, as well so you know kind of the uh, you know the carrot and stick a lot I of cowards are being anticipate that it would be very widely downloaded. And that's mostly yes. because the difference, I guess, between someone like me and someone like that is that 
because of what I, I've been doing the last couple of years and the fact that I'm constantly out in public, I'm constantly speaking to people, and I, I got so many people saying to me, we just want to get on with our lives. We'll do what we're told exactly. just to get on with our lives. And that was the main answer. You know, the main answer I got from people is, I know this is all a load of crap, but I'll just do it anyway because I want a quiet life. And so when I was seeing that answer, I would say 90% of the time when I was speaking to people, I thought you're all downloading it. You've all got the track and trace app, haven't you? You've all got all of that. And so I did expect numbers to be around, you know, 30 million. I did. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that he said, and I'll do my best from memory to paraphrase him, is that, you know, that, you know, the vast majority of the public, you know, don't realise is that the NHS app and then kind of bridging out towards the the domestic and international NHS COVID pass, it is essentially a digital wallet. But that's not the, that's not the way that, you know, you were, um, you know, you were told uh, about it. It was essentially like, this is really useful. This is going to help you, you know, uh, to, uh, to 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 get your freedoms back, you know. So, 2020, 2021, going into this year was kind of more about softening up the public mindset towards the greater use of digital identity and the wallets surrounding that on your phone. Mm. Um, in certainly within you know the next couple of years, we're going to be seeing a really big push with this. The next I was checkpoint. Gonna say, you know that is one is thing that I have resisted completely. I do not have a wallet on my phone. I I do not use a wallet on my phone. I will not add any like a Google wallet or anything like that. I won't use them. I won't add things to them. And in fact, you you you're a man who who advocates Cash Friday every Friday without fail, ladies and gentlemen. It's Cash Friday. Now I've taken your um I've taken your mantra and it's pretty much Cash Monday, Cash Tuesday, Cash Wednesday, Cash Thursday, yeah, Cash use Friday. Cash every day. Yeah. I do it as much as I can, but. I, I I pay card when I ultimately have to. Of course. But um but otherwise I won't set up any of these wallets. I won't use these alternative methods of payment. It is cash or it is the tiniest card use if if need be. But I I won't do it. And, the, and well, do, 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 do. yeah, go ahead. Sorry. The problem is we can go back to the the carrot and stick uh, kind of argument we just had, and so many people will, and so many people do, and uh, you. You 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 alluded to something, people thinking whether or not it was going to get their freedoms back. The only way that, that these things sort of aid towards freedoms is if you redefine freedoms to mean not free. <laughs> it's yes. as simple as that. You repackage it essentially. I mean, yeah. that's what uh, that's that's what happens. That's what uh, that's 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 what's happening. I mean, there was a, a fantastic clip that you know our friends seek for truth posted yesterday regarding it was a world government summit. Um, it was a two-minute clip um, where they're basically talking about what Catherine Austin Fitz of the Solari Report said in the middle of last year, that the the vaccine passports, this COVID status certification, yes, it's, it's not about your health. This is the bridging towards a new financial transaction yeah, it's system. A, it's a normalization, isn't it? It's just the normalization yes. of the use. It is, it, is, it is out there in our faces right now. So we have, unfortunately, we, you know, we, we have, uh, you know, people like Mike Graham on talk radio will, you know, we'll call people like you, I, Adam, seek for truth. He, you know, he will say, yeah, yeah, yeah. These are the shills that are trying to scare people. He'll say, who, who exactly because, yeah, are we shilling for? We're pretty that's, fucking that's... poor people. <laughs> yeah, it's like exactly my check out my wallet of like, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, he'll call it like 
bollexios or bollocks or like you know whatever he he made some kind of like strange comment like regarding it but it it is explicitly um in our faces now like regarding what is happening it's it's not attached to you know 5g it's not attached no. to tinfoil hat conspiracy theory stuff it's it's actual reality they have made this grand announcement now that you know oh, hold things on two are changing seconds. two seconds i would like to welcome mr john porter to the conversation um he is here hello hey. hello john so sorry please continue your point david yeah, so I'm saying this is this 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 thing is like is is right kind of you know out in the open uh, now. So I mean, with all of the information like that we that we have, all of the footage. I mean, that's one thing that Seek said to me earlier on. There's a lot of people, especially in you know Bitcoin in the crypto world, others like you know the fact that it is so much um, in our face now. Like a lot of people are like, no, 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 that 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 couldn't be possibly be true. It's still a you know conspiracy theory like what they're saying it's like it's like people you know it's like come on if it's that much in you know in your face now about what is about what is going on and what is on the horizon if you still call this thing a conspiracy theory you are certifiably stupid you are stupid especially to throw nonsense around and say people like you I or others are shilling for someone else it's absolute like nonsense so this is what's on the horizon you know we we went back to the uh, i'll go back to what we, we were talking about just a minute ago in, in so much as it's people that want to be sort of left alone that will go along with this but i think ultimately deep down and uh adam's t-shirt is wonderful i think ultimately deep down um, yeah. all four of us sitting here want to be left alone but we just want to be left alone to live life as we see fit and um I would like people to sort of regain that drive more than the I, I'll just do what I'm told to have an easy life. No, I, I, I want to make my own life. I want to make my own life for my children and I want to do it on my terms. And I, I think everybody here can agree to that, which is it. What do you mean? 50p, please, Adam. <laughs> Carry on. It's all right. Yeah. I'm just speaking to Cellini. Don't worry. So, um, but, but yeah, um, that, that is what I feel being left alone is. It's being left alone to make my own choices. And I think that that has ultimately been part of the brainwashing, especially of the last few years is you can't make your own choices. We need to make your choices for you. And then we can leave you alone to do as you're told. Yes. Yes. Uh, that's, I think it's one of the most you know, dangerous uh, aspects about what's going on is that once the choice is just whipped away from you or to begin with, it's like, no, no, it's, it's fine that this is, that this is voluntary. It's voluntary to begin yeah. with, but then it's like, ah, okay, well, we're kind of like moving into more of a, a legacy position. Now we're going to like retire your choices and basically you're just going to be left with kind of a instead of like a b or indeed c i yeah. mean um i think this this kind of also gets in, in towards the whole uh, the whole thing regarding uh, cashless societies and and this this was kind of this has been making the the headlines um uh, in the last in the last you know couple of days is britain moving towards 
a cashless society. This is something which has been in and out of the media for uh, certainly for the last couple of years because of the the sheer amount of ATMs that have been shut down. Um, the banks are going even more online like than they are right now, and we've got uh, you know we've got the phone apps as well. You've got the banking apps, but um, there's still quite an amount of people that don't want things to go uh, cashless. So, you know, we've been talking about this thing like regarding efficiency, mm. um, wanting an easy life in this respect and, and wanting uh, efficiency can be can be dangerous because there, there, there can and will be a trade-off uh, regarding this. I mean, to quote um, the Israeli, uh, uh, it's the Israeli uh, professor, uh, historian and speaker, uh, Professor Yuval Noah Hariri. I'm sure you've seen him around like on, on social media. Yes. You've seen some of his stuff, yeah, on um, on, uh, on on YouTube. He's, uh, he's written he some... He was the one that some... Russell Brand was kissing. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, um, you know he he mentioned in a in a, in a Q and A at the end of uh, World Economic Forum 2018 uh, meeting. He said, you know, I think in the future, um, you know, like regarding privacy, people are going to be like, Oof, you know, when it comes to privacy, people will give it up for their health. Yeah, and he says they in some cases they may not even have a choice. That you will just have to give up, like you know, all of your privacy, which lest we forget privacy is a is a fundamental human right. It's like, I just want to be left alone. Yes, that yep. is a human right, a right which must be respected uh, within the law. And I agree, David. I agree, David. Can I just make a brief point? Jump, jump in, mate. Go for it. See, see, the thing that used to get me before we had any of the coronavirus stuff was when, when you used to talk about online privacy and, and people... Um, being subject to search and things like that, and and the the reply would always be, well, if you've got nothing to hide, what does it matter? Mm-hmm. Well, that's and Nazi that propaganda. Was, that's that Nazi propaganda. First, that was a yeah. first step towards what's happened for the coronavirus stuff. I would say. No, I I, yeah. I I agree with that, and and so many people, so many members of the quote unquote general public would adopt that mantra as well, and you'd have, you'd have them, them and you still to yeah. this day, oh, if you've got nothing to hide, you've got nothing to fear, but it, nothing but, to fear, yeah. nothing to hide. It's yeah. social indoctrination that we've gone through since since children. We've heard our adults say that, you know, we hear sorry, we hear our parents say that. We hear, you know, teachers, other members of society. We just tend to kind of like respond and parrot this stuff to each other. I mean, much like people parrot stuff, some people parrot stuff to each other that, you know, they don't realize it's been embedded in their short to medium term memory from from the corporate media, essentially. You know, they just have these these kind of reactions. But like with nothing to fear, nothing to hide. I mean, that goes right back to 30s Nazi propaganda that was used by by Joseph Goebbels. It was actually used before him. I can't think, you know, right now who, you know, who who originated that. But I, I do know for a fact, anyone can look up this like right now, that that emanated from uh, from from Goebbels. So in, you know, in um, at the time of, you know, the Nazi eugenics, Especially is like, well, you have nothing to nothing to fear. You have nothing to hide. You know, where, so where, says where, where are they Jews? Where are they? Where are you hiding them? You have nothing to fear. You have nothing to hide. And um, yes, so I mean, that is of course part of um, of of you know uh, of propaganda, even of its modern day form. 
governments use it all the time. It's these like repetitive like mantras. Well, it's like, well, you know, if you're, we're not really going to be like looking at what you're doing unless you're doing anything bad. But yeah. let us let let us all just hoover up but your, what you know, is your, the your data anyway. What what is and and that's the issue, isn't it? What is the definition of bad? If you're the Chinese Communist Party, it's saying fuck the Chinese Communist Party. For example, you are now a bad citizen. You must be punished. In fact, you can be imprisoned for these sorts of things, for these fought crimes. And that's the problem, isn't it? Do you trust any single person on this earth to be able to define and decide? what 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 is bad and what is good in that respect because i certainly don't i mean well this this is also something that um you know uh nadine dory's uh, minister nadine dory's has been spearheading you know everything got to do with the online with the online harm bill the online mm -hmm. uh, the online safety bill and um yeah i mean can she give you know she she seems to think that you know the the quote unquote the west coast engineers so the uh, the Silicon Valley, you know, tech lords that, you know, it's like, right, we're, we're going to have this in place. It's going to be wonderful. And, you know, it, it, I think it's really important just to clarify for you guys and to the listeners. Yes, we've got to do a lot to protect our children. Of course, they've got to be protected, um, you know, online and, and offline. Yeah, but, but, but of course, a lot of this... Ultimately, and, and I, offline, have, yeah. I was going to say, ultimately, the, the, the first port of call for that kind of protection and being a father mm. myself, and I know yes. that the, the two other gentlemen here as well, I don't know if you are, I don't think you are, David, but um, but the other two gentlemen here as well, also fathers, we know Dance, ultimately yeah. that the, the, the first port of call for that protection lies at our feet ours and their mothers it doesn't Education, lie at yeah. the government's feet the government yeah. the, the government shouldn't be that involved in our lives and in our children's lives yeah and so 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 yeah so nadine dories says like you know what i mean yes we're not going to censor um you know what, what what the government calls democratic content and we're going to protect you from the silicon valley tech lords from uh from say for example from suspending your Twitter or your Facebook or your Instagram account when they shouldn't be doing that. Well, I'm sorry, Nadine Dorries, you know what I mean? They're, regardless of what bloody bill that you you put in place, they're going to do that anyway. I don't like saying it that way, but they are going to do it yeah. under their under their TOS, Absolutely. their terms of service. It doesn't Absolutely. matter if you have the Snoopers Charter, the Investigatory Powers Act of 2016. See, this is the thing. I said about this on, um, on Twitter earlier on is like, you know, we have all of these things. Honestly, we have a lot of things in place already. It's like, why don't we start using that effectively and efficiently before we start magicking up very invasive bills like the online harms, uh, you know, the online harms bill, you know, really pushing that into force. I mean, this was the same thing with the with the Snoopers Charter, the Investigatory Powers Act 2016, mm -hmm. which uh, that was thanks to Terry May, to Theresa May. Thank you very much. You know, getting that pushed through where basically, um, you know, phone companies, Internet companies, it's like, yeah, they will store at least a year of your data just in case. So it's it's kind of like a, a very short term, you know, a, a temporary kind of like uh, hoovering up 
um, of your data for a rainy day, kind of like just in case. It's, this kind of gets into the whole kind of like Edwards Snowden stuff, you know, with tempora and like and, and all of like you know this this thing. I I mean I, I digress, but you, you you see where I'm going like with this. Like who do these people think they are in terms of what well, we'll tell you kind of what we feel is is right and is is democratic and um, yeah we're, we're going to protect you from these uh these silicon uh, valley people who want to uh reduce your liberty and your free speech uh, online no i'm sorry it's it's not going to work out like that i mean i feel that yes there, there could be some strong improvements made in terms of protecting young people um online but i just see this as another um, uh, invasive measure, like you know, connecting on with the with the single uh, solution uh, sign-on with the SSO, the one login as well. I mean, all of this is is synced and it's pretty much happening together at the same time. Like ultimately, we, we've got to join the dots here. They're making really big moves this year with uh, with everything that's going on. Um, it was Upton Sinclair who first used an inverted version of it in the essay in 1918, The Prophets of Religion, an essay in economic interpretation. And his his point was, not merely was my own mail opened, but the mail of all my relatives and friends, people residing in places as far apart as California and Florida. I recall the bland smile of a government official to whom I complained about this matter. His reply... If you have nothing to hide, you have nothing to fear. There's, there's something there's something wonderful about a Scotsman. He just sounds so poetic. <laughs> it's the tones, know, isn't it? You know, it, it. It's the tones, isn't it? They're just absolutely... <laughs> they, they are absolutely... I think I sound terrible. Yeah, John, I tell no, you, I, every John, show, I sounded wonderful. You sound so good. You sound wonderful. And I tell you what, for those... Uh, for, you know, for those, I think it's like 166 people that download our podcast in California. I think it actually might yeah. be more than that. Uh, they must love it. The, the Californians yeah, are just hey, listening. Yeah. It should to be that. 16,000, not 100, not 160. I think, you know, I, 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 th I think there's got to be like story time with Jaipo. <laughs> I think so. so. Has to be a spin-off there, like. I think so. I, th I think you could be right. That could that could form one of the Patreon exclusive bonus shows, John. You could sit down, sit down in an armchair, bit of a raging fire, and you just get a little short story out. Just going to tell you a story. Today we are we are we are, ladies and gentlemen. Today we are listening to Lita Hayworth and the Shawshank Redemption. Hi. <laughs> right. Just to, to to finish off, like my thought regarding the digital ID. Yes, like it, it's hurt. It's hurtling towards us. It's steamrolling like towards us. I think there's a huge yeah. amount of work to do now in the next couple of years. Certainly before 2030, in terms of educating, generating a huge amount of uh, of social awareness, like with, uh, with with the public, is that look. You know, you're looking for efficiency. You're looking for an easy life with this. It's like oh, shiny. I've got this uh, lovely app. It's like you're going to be in control. It's going to be private. It's going to be secure. You're only going to share the attributes that you want to. Well, the thing is, folks, it's like that is a load of 
that's a load of tosh because if you know if you have these digital wallets if you have these apps on either you know google or on an apple phone data mining is going to happen it's like your information is not going to be entirely private private safe and secure that is the reality of it not unless for example you're using a completely like de-googled or de-appled device or something like that we, we really should be moving towards further decentralization instead of centralization of data it puts us and our data in a huge amount of danger because the more the government raise the stakes with this i was just thinking about this in the last like day or two from listening to a couple of other podcasts is that they are in a way creating this massive like honeypot like essentially where i mean it is raising the stakes for uh, for hackers like for for, for cyber criminals mm-hmm. as well i mean that will be the ultimate prize you know what i mean to to get that sort of information from you know from uh from from government servers or from, you know if, if there's third parties involved it's on their servers like it, it really is going to uh to to up the ante but it's going to also compact i feel and make the whole issue of surveillance uh even worse because it's like oh well gosh, we're having all these, we're having like more kind of, you know, DDoS attacks and, you know, there's there's an even greater threat of, you know, of, of cyber attacks um, from bad actors on this really, really personal data. So what's the solution? Well, we're going to have to surveil you even more to um to 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 protect you. It's for your, uh, it's, it's for your own good. So it's, it's, it is a kind of I, a problem I'm, reaction it, solution. I'm, I'm completely convinced that the bad actor here is the actual government. I think they're the ones doing the cyber attacks. Oh, they'll they'll, they'll probably oh they'll they'll probably continue to like blame Russia for it. Or yeah, yeah. China or yeah. you know or, or or do it themselves, or as Snowden and as others have said, like you know, but kind of you know have the ability to leave their signature on it, you know, to completely mask any of like their own handiwork. But um, yeah. 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 So let me just interject because I know you you said you only had an hour tonight with us, David. Um, we have already reached that hour. So um, if 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 just you about a few minutes, yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I would like to ask uh, just a, one final question of you. Then is what is what is the fight and what do we have to do? Right. What is the fight, and what do we have to do? Um, is this in respect to like digital ID itself? I, do or... we do we have to now? Now that now, okay. Let me let me elaborate a little bit. Now that we Please, yeah. we are seeing a possible light at the end of the tunnel, in so much as COVID status certification, and we are seeing at least moves from government to start talking about the permanent removal of them. Um, is it is it now time to change gears and shift focus to the digital IDs to bring massive awareness, or do we do we hang back and and make sure that the status certification is removed from the 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 world completely first? Where where do we go from here? I think I think we should always like bear in mind that yes, like the the vaccine passports. I think you know you, you know your average average Joe or Josephine on the street knows that you know the vaccine passports are useless. Mm-hmm. 
they're absolutely useless. I, I, I don't even have to go into that as, you know, they, they, they are explicitly, of course, like not uh, about, our, about our health. This whole thing that Nicholas Sturgeon talks about still that, oh, well, you know, it, it helps. Uh, it helps, you know, what, what, it, what it says to businesses, their staff and their customers is that it will help people feel <sighs> no, safe. That's it's, no excuse. I'm sorry. That's no excuse. They're still using it. Yeah, they're, they're, they're still using yeah, but, it. So it's always to keep... John is there. Go, he is in Scotland. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, John. I oh, know. It's just that, I mean, they're making people feel safe from the fact that they made them feel afraid. Yeah. This is you it. Know, I mean, it's... It, it's a non sequitur, isn't it? It's just it really is. Yeah. It's like... Yeah. We instilled this like fear in you. Salesman. Problem, reaction, solution. Problem, Sorry, reaction. Sorry, Adam, go ahead. Adam said they're like insurance there. salesmen, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's 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 a lot of like just you know buy into this. But yeah, I think yes, things are unraveling. Um, restrictions are rapidly easing. There's definitely kind of more of a sense of kind of of like psychosocial kind of like ease uh, for people uh, in general. I think the thing is is that for people not to become even more docile, dormant, um, do not go back uh, to sleep. Like regarding this, I mean, I said earlier yeah. on. You know, at the at, at the start of the show with you guys, that yes, of course, there is the possibility that you know they could apply a handbrake mechanism, like they've said in Europe and um, in in other nations, where they could just like throw this stuff back down, um, like later on in the year, like kind of you know late autumn, like early winter, like for just like an, another couple of months of uh, of of behavioural change, because. They have gone, they've gone, what was it, uh, Patrick Valance, or sorry, Sir Patrick Valance said, you know, we've got to go, we've got to go, uh, we've got to go hard and we've got to go early. And that, of course, was yeah. not necessarily about beating a respiratory <laughs> virus like uh, away. That was about, that was about us, um, you know, and, and this that's massive. Exactly, that's exactly what we've got to do. Because I was just going to get onto that, John. Exactly, is that we've got to go hard and we've got to go early. I feel, um, you know, keep the vaccine passport stuff in the background. Do not forget about that, folks. But there's, there is a huge amount of talk now regarding, you know, the the implementation of greater forms. Like the digital ID has been with us for quite some time. It's just, it's it's a greater cent centralization of data uh, right now, and you know, they're bringing on more of the of the digital wallets. So that's where all of the the, that's where all of the talking points are right now. So as John said, yes, we've got to mirror what the what the governments are doing with the public. We've got to go hard. We've got to go early in terms of, you know, driving home the social awareness like regarding this, uh, giving them the, the light and the shade. Like I, I said earlier on, Ben, it was, you know, I mentioned like regarding, you know, what will be sold is the is the efficiency aspect mm -hmm. of this. So it's it's number one, efficiency. Number two, it's, you know, uh, it's private and convenient. it's going to be secure. Mm -hmm. Yes, convenient um, and that you're going to be safe. And we have these things called uh, digital identity trust frameworks. So they are using specific words to help people you know psychologically feel safe uh, yeah. they're choosing these words very carefully um in their templates so trust framework common trust framework common trust framework you know, initiatives it's just nudging yeah yeah exactly um so they've been very careful with this so we've had a very heavy past two years the foot is 
gone, you know, has gotten off our neck quite a bit now. But it's kind of it, it reminds me of that uh, one of you know Bob Moran's cartoons where it's it's you know kind of like the but the boot is kind of like hovering still. It's yeah. still hovering, you know. And we've we've really got to be uh, we've got to be uh, we've got to be aware of that. We have a but nice yes. suggestion in the chat from Spencer here. He yeah. says perhaps we need an anti-nudge nudge unit. We do. We do. And yeah. I'm sure they exist. Yeah. 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 I know. I, I really, I, because back, back in the, um, you know, in the early 2000s, right up until 2010, there was, you know, we had the no to ID movement. Yeah. Adam, you know, John, yourself, Ben, you probably like remember this. Yeah. I really do feel it, it's time now to start looking at kind of, you know, hashtag no to digital uh, ID. You know, the thing is, as I discussed with, um, with with seek for truth and on a couple of other you know platforms and kind of podcasts and twitter spaces is that look there certainly is a useful element to to digital uh, identity it you know it could certainly have you know good effects good things for society if it can be truly um truly um, decentralized truly you know, unfortunately and, uh, and safe unfortunately it's all about whose hands that power is in and mm. and it's can yeah. they be trusted and and going back to the to what i said a few minutes ago i don't think there's a single person on this earth i could trust to decide those sorts of things for me the only person that can make those decisions is me um and unfortunately so many people not just in this country but on this planet because of things like nudge units and uh, phrases like common trust framework and it's for your safety and the repetitive brainwashing that they have received have all but decided they are incapable of making uh, important decisions for themselves. They've been told for the last two years explicitly that they're incapable. And unfortunately, I think many, many believe it now. Yeah, and I guess I guess just to like to to, to finish off because I, I don't want to go around too much in circles about this. It's a lot of it's a lot of information for people. You know, we are heading towards even greater instability regarding energy mm-hmm. and starting regarding, tomorrow in the UK, yeah, poverty 54%. is going to be poverty is going to be this rife. Is, 54 percent rise in um, mm. you know in the in in the gas and electricity bills um, within. Have you all read your meters tonight? No. No, gosh, it's 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 absolutely atrocious, and this is distracting like people a lot. So I can understand where it's like, oh, don't worry about the bloody vaccine passports, the certification. John's of the digital all right. ID. He lives it's in a just... van. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 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 where was I? Uh, pick, pick me up there. I lost my train of thought there. Sorry, what David. Was I just saying? Sorry. No, no, no. It's all right. <laughs> So yeah, so we've got uh, we've got a lot of distractions. Uh, so we've yeah. got the whole you know Russia Ukraine crisis. We've got um, we've got a looming energy and food crisis. Now these are very unstable times and points where, say for example, where you know it gets to a point where yes, you you can definitely use this, and you know you know governments could use this to get, of course, even more. Uh, buy-in from people when it comes to these digital identity trust frameworks. I mean, there is mm-hmm. obviously massive changes that's going on to the financial uh, transaction system with all of this, uh, you know, done. Uh, it's it, it's usually a thing with governments where they move gradually 
they do gradualism they do things um you know incrementally but um they really want to stay on track on par like as rigidly um uh, as possible um so yes if things really do get even more unstable when it comes to the you know to the food issue uh, when it comes to uh, all things uh, energy uh, yeah. as well, that's where we have to be aware regarding other nefarious policies that could be in the background, kind of like ready to seed uh, further. Whereas, you know, if people do feel that their backs are against the wall, um, they, you know, they, they feel desperate to be like, oh, God, you know, what? just just get me out of this ditch. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take it. I'll I'll take the central banking digital currency. Just I'll take it, you know, like leave me alone then. Okay. Yeah. And um that's I think that's kind of one of the one of the danger points that's ahead of us. When it comes to when it comes to those very basic uh human needs regarding food and regarding uh regarding energy, you know, keeping keeping your place warm. It's, Unfortunately, be, I know you're right. I know you're it's right. It's trade offs. It's trade offs where I mean, going back to, you know, what what we've been talking about, like regarding it's like, you know, that whole thing. It's like, oh gosh, you know, I what people won't do for 10 to 14 days in Magaluf, Malaga or Antigua yeah. or something like that. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So if see, th this is the thing, if we get an overwhelming majority of people are put into a very, uh, you know, sensitive position regarding energy and regarding food, especially during a crisis, mm -hmm. that these are the perfect pinch points to bring other things online. Absolutely. I know it Absolutely. sounds very kind of doom and gloom. It's not scaremongery. We're just trying to be realistic well, put it this uh, way. It because... you are sitting on a show right now who has spoken in this way me and john have spoken in this way you know collectively together and adam as well for the best mm. part of two years and every prediction that we have made that we have said we don't mean to be doom and gloom about we have been correct about okay we have not been really wrong at all on any prediction that we've made even even down to this current war in ukraine john can play he has been playing just to just to prove it in the last yeah. couple of weeks we was it january the 21st we we january the 21st we, we, we predicted oh. this little invasion of ukraine on our show and by and large what we predicted has come to pass um wow yeah and uh, when 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 you say these things, you are you are sitting on a show, and we're sitting here agreeing with you. And like I say, our track record is pretty fucking solid. So, I think, yeah, I think um, I think Rami and the is it Lisa in the chat room came up with a good point. Um, she reckons it's a generation too early because too many people are not digitally minded enough. And I think she may have a point there because I think the government might have underestimated how many old people are still kicking around. Well, not Digital that, exclusion. That's that's a yeah. massive thing, John. I was it's say, a massive yeah, thing. Yeah. Do, and I can give you an example of this, because actually on my birthday, on my birthday, uh, the, the August just passed, we went out for a Pizza Hut buffet, and my grandmother took us out, right? And they made... they. She, she, we went, went out with cash, and they said to her, I'm sorry, you have to order on an app. You have to order on an app and you have to pay for everything on the menu in advance uh, or, or or we can't serve you. And she wasn't able to do that. She didn't have a smartphone. What? She didn't have any of the sort. Uh, she said, I've got the cash here. I just want to order off the menu. And sorry, we, we can't allow you to do that. And, and luckily, COVID. COVID. Yeah. But, but, but the thing is, 
that's normalizing it, isn't it? That's just the normalization mm. of it. And and like you say, it's digital exclusion. And luckily I was just mm. able to go, I'll order it now and chuck me the cash over. But if she was on her own, if she was going for a coffee or something like that, and, and but you and enabled she... that, you enabled that. So yeah, you, but... you should, have, as a family, you should have walked out and gone somewhere else. She's seventy-seven, cash. and she was like, "I'm hungry. Please just order it." Yeah, but it, it doesn't matter because she can't eat there on their own. No, that's uh, I, and I understand your point. Yeah, but 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 the but the point I'm making here is if I wasn't there and if I wasn't able to do that and it was a coffee shop or something of the mm-hmm. like, there are not just my grandmother, but there are a lot of people who my father, actually, he's he's 55 years old and uh, he does not own a smartphone. He doesn't own one. Um. And so I, I think we could take that point and, and, and agree to it uh, because I think that they could have pushed a generation too early for things like this. That's a very good point. I think it was Rami, whoever it was in, yeah. in, in, the, in, the, in the chat room. That's, that's very well said, uh, fair play to you, because I think, yes, they have overstepped the mark. Um, indeed, like regarding that, if they had given this another 10 plus years, it could have been, could have been, even more uh, successful in, in that respect. So yeah, that that is a that's certainly a point well made. But yeah, the digital exclusion is is massive. I've had these issues with uh, you know with some old like neighbours of mine in terms of like you know booking travel or right down to. Uh, Do you remember when you to... used to be able to go on teletext, find a cheap holiday, phone up and yeah. say, "I'd like that holiday, yeah. please." Absolutely. You can't do that anymore. Well, they've been very naughty. They they well they ripped off a lot of people. Yeah, yeah there was, that's there was a that whole... is true. There, there was a, there was a, there was a huge hoo ha regarding kind of the teletext. Uh, Although I like will say this, hey, I, I will I say this. Three week, I got a three week holiday to Australia, right? Two centres, including Sydney and the Gold Coast, all for the princely sum of something like five hundred and ninety quid. I can do you one better. How, how many years ago was that, Joe John? Seriously, I can do you. I can do you one better, John. I can do you one better. We got two thousand two. We got. Oh, 21 nights in Orlando, Florida. This was in 1999, though, right? 21 nights in Orlando, Florida, taking off from Gatwick on Christmas Eve, including Christmas Day and the Millennium in Orlando, Florida. And for the family of four, it cost £800 total. Wow. Teletext holidays, baby. And... The people who were staying on our ho- in our hotel with us and flew out on the plane with us and we got we sparked up a conversation had paid eight grand for the same break, but we got it last minute. Teletext yeah. holidays it did some rip them, a lot of people of off, work. but some, some of them did, did work. work. Some of them did work. But uh, but yeah, regarding the yeah, like I said, just to kind of round it off regarding the digital exclusion, that is the, that is a kind of like a huge elephant in the room uh, regarding this. I I know that there are more. 70 plus like year olds now than ever who can they, can they can handle whatsapp they can do a bit of skype and, and a bit of this bit of that maybe even a bit of email but the vast majority of them just want to go to the bank they want to see someone they want to go to the post office they want to see the person scribbling something on a piece my of paper. grandmother goes to Ru- the bank every friday just to check rubber her stamping exactly so um yes i think uh whilst some things look like they're going to be kind of like easy to steamroll out i think there is like a hell of a job there as well for the Mm. implementers of this 
Um, in terms of cashless societies, you know, I've had people saying, oh, this is inevitable. Oh, it's going to happen and this and this and that. It's like, look, when you look at cash-based nations, say, for example, like in, especially in, in Southern Europe and the Balkans, Serbia, like, for example, is, is, is a very, uh, pretty much is uh, almost 100%. I mean, is a cash-based uh, nation. Uh, former Yugoslavia, but also I've been to um, to various parts of South Asia, Southeast Asia. I mean, like India is going to be an absolute, you know, if you want to make that a cashless society regarding, you know, you know, and tying in, you know, like CBDCs, you know, digital national ID linked to their Aadhaar like scheme, all this sort of stuff, you know, for, for almost 1.5 billion people there, um, that is, that's absolutely like that is gargantuan yeah, uh, and course. that would take years upon years to try and achieve something like that so there are a lot of cash-based societies that are not um uh going uh anywhere but i guess that does not mean that we should you know kind of i guess kind of uh, fall asleep at the steering wheel over here in uh, you know western european democracies because there's a hell of a lot of cha- change planned between now and checkpoint 2030 and uh, on that note i i i think um the segment with you can come to a close um and i i fucking love having you on this show man i really do um i think it's like our seventh or eighth conversation now so i think you're gonna have to promise the audience that you'll come back again shall i i'll i'll, I'll pinky promise there you go there i'll come back on. Yeah, yeah there you go so um david nolan uh thank you for doing the first hour and a quarter with us here on this show tonight um cheers ben thank you for cheers, doing Adam. it at the cheers, very John. last minute as well i simply sent him a message and said you free tonight and he, he said, "Yeah, I got an hour." And, no, uh, this is this is my first time on Chasing Descent um, after dark, and it's got it's got a really it's got a really nice feel to it, and it's not it's not it's not that serious. It's like you know you don't need to have all of your talking points. No, you know, like uh, all no. like you know like lined up, and uh, yeah. so there's good space very, for a bit of banter as well. So, yeah. yeah, we're very free flowing. Yeah, that's what we do, and uh, I, I but I also think you get the most honest conversation out of people that way. Uh, the, the, the more relaxed as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. When I, is I, your I, next... I... Sorry, sorry. When is your next Twitter space, David? Yes. Um, nothing planned for uh, right now. Um, I'm definitely considering trying... I'm trying to do them like a little bit more more regular. It, it's kind of like hit and miss um, regarding the, the audiences and just kind of like the time that you schedule it in. Um, but I'm certainly... I'm looking at trying to do something like weekly, say like on a Wednesday or a Thursday, even if it's just for an he's, hour. He's going to steal our audience, John. No, 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 no. It's, <laughs> I'm, it's, joking, it's, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, no, no, no. It's it's very <laughs> kind of like kind of updates regarding if there is kind of something yeah. breaking, something really serious to report. Like again, like there's a, you know I have a massive focus on the travel aspect. That was one of the one one of one of the biggest reasons also why. You know, got things started with that uh, would stop coming past on all. Yeah, but you've done one kind of hell of a job. But but the next the next question, David, is when are you getting flung out of the next Twitter space? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, no, I, I did. I, I I did get. I did. I don't want to mention too much about that. But yeah, there, there, 
there, there was a bit a bit of booting out that kind of happened in a, in, a, in a space recently that I, I kind of I, I tuned into but um there's a couple couple cup a couple of dms were uh, like were, were thrown around on my behalf and then all of a sudden i was able to i was able to like listen again but by that point it was getting late i just didn't bother on i just um i just went to bed but uh yeah that was that that was quite uh that 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 was that that was amusing. Kind of I, get that. Also, that was definitely a first, like getting booted out of space. So there's also two more thank yous I want to give to you because first of all, thank you for uh, thank you for putting us in touch with Sonia Poulton of Rise Brand YouTube because we're doing more. Oh, Sonia's a diamond. Her. She's an she is she's an old. She's I don't wanna, I don't want to call her old, but she know she'd know what I mean by saying that she is an old pro because like absolutely she is, she is. investigatory journalist. You know, like reporter of documentary. Like maker, like when I first started coming across her work, it was regarding her Madeleine McCann, yes. you know, documentaries. It was just very well done, very professional, and she's she's an old hand. At this I, I tell you Sonya's what, a diamond, we, we love so, listening yeah. to you on her show, and you know what? Thanks, thanks to you putting us in contact with one another. I've I've had the pleasure of being on her show twice now, and I'm sure I'm sure she, we'll see you back on it again. She too. asked yeah. me to come back on, and um, and I'm hoping that John can join me on the next one. Um, yeah. but but um, but thank uh, you for and and the other thing you i want to put is we now have a have a regular uh not not regular regular but we have a, a man to talk to about travel as well in michael huxley the bemuse backpacker he was that's live right on yeah the fantastic work yesterday doing, yeah he was with he's, me no, yeah no that was brilliant well done i mean he's michael's he he is a travel pro like he, yeah, you know he and he's got the medical background and you know he's been doing this for like the guts of about you know 20 years michael like he he really knows what you know what he's talking about when it comes to you know all things travel based but you know kind of with you know with the, with the, with the medical mind as well yeah he's you know he, he is a qualified nurse uh too so um yeah and I mean, it's, it's a bloody good conversation we've had two of him now and and he's coming back when he yeah. goes uh so when he goes to the gambia i think uh he's going to join us from there. he's going to gambia oh wow yeah, Crikey. so oh, he's fantastic. gonna he's gonna join us from there on chasing descent for another show. And... You see, this this is the thing. I mean, travel is it's it's one of our it's one of our greatest rights. It's one of our greatest, and I think uh, it's like, one of our greatest pleasures. I, it's one of mine. Yes. I never gave it up. Eight yeah. countries and about forty thousand kilometers. He did. In the last two yeah, years. he did. He never gave. <laughs> no, it no, up. that's it's 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 it's, it's uh, we, we, yeah. We got to be free birds in that respect. It's you know reminds I, me of that Lin, that Leonard Skinner song. Never, I never get asked for either a vaccine passport or proof of vaccination Neither until did I. <laughs> until i came back to the uk yeah oh. that was the first time i got asked oh, for dear. proof of a negative test i know i didn't get asked for proof of anything leaving the country and they were a bit iffy with us coming back in but i just stood firm and 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 they 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 sort of just let us through but oh but yeah. Well, well, this this has been the fight with the with the COVID state certification, the vaccine passports. Again, these these you know unnecessarily severely restricted our rights and you know restricted uh, you know our freedoms. And this can this can never happen again. And so I think that's something we're all again. united in. All four of us sitting here. And that that, that if, if they do try and do it, that's the point we need to go hard and early. I'm buying billboards. Any restrictions up. There's no no pussyfooting about. I'm buying billboards. Right I'm stickers buying... everywhere. And the fuck yeah. stickers. I'm I'm, I'm I'm getting a crowdfund campaign up and pitch, buying billboards, baby. Torches. 
I'm, I'm, I'm sticking people like Adam in his T-shirt up on these billboards just with three weeks to flatten the curve, bloody T-shirt on. What's that? Stick me danger sign everywhere. Yeah, your danger sign. There you go. Yeah. Um, it's it's got to be done. Uh, uh, like like John said, we've got to go hard. We've got to go fast. We've got to go early, and we've got to mm. go harder, faster, and earlier than them. We've got to yeah. we've yeah. got to anticipate it, and we've got to get in yeah, front of them, it. Don't give them any opportunity. No. Yeah, yeah, more, more dissent, which is kind of like in line with uh, the name of you guys. Like, yeah, more dissent. Yeah, exactly. Do you think they will try and lock us down again? Yes. Uh, I no, I don't think so. Um, I, I right I'm now, with David I, here. I, I right now, I don't. I uh, right now, I don't. Um, I mean, like public fatigue regarding that is just. It's. I, th- I think the reaction will be kind of. Tell you what, So great towards that. I mean, should um, we have a gentleman's done... bet? Let's revisit this in November. Okay. In November. Yeah, well, well, but yes, yes. I mean, we, we, we certainly could right now. I would say that there's there's certainly more of a chance of, you know, as Boris was saying, like, you know, you know before, you know, the legislation was brought forward and it was the, uh, he, he mentioned, I think it was the 19th of February, he was going to bring forward uh, regs uh, early and, you know, and get them, get the majority of them scrapped. Like he, he, he said regarding you know, specific surveillance measures being being kept in place. So if anything, it could be that handbrake mechanism regarding the COVID state certification yeah, that could come back to haunt us, not, you know? They'll not call it a lockdown. They'll name it a different term, but it will be a lockdown by a different name. But they'll, yeah. they'll try and do the same thing. They'll try and restrict our movement and keep us in our houses. Yes, well, we, yeah, we, you know, tiered restrictions, you know, putting it more on, you know, like local governments, yet never say never, we can't give these people, uh, we can't give these people an inch, you know, whatever trust that people had in them before, whatever, like, shred of that was there, I know on my part, it's it's absolutely destroyed, Mm -hmm. Um, I was never naive anyway to have, you know, a high degree of trust in governments, like, anyway, so. I've just done... I've just finished the accounts and submitted them for 2020 to 2021. And we lost, we made an operating loss of £53,000. Wow. And that's that's entirely Nicola Sturgeon's fault. That's nothing to do with... No, it's entirely entirely government restrictions. And I, I mean, I mean, we can talk. We were talking to Mike as well yesterday, weren't we? And he said he had sixty thousand pounds of contracts wiped out straight away when yeah. when the oh, first yeah, lockdown yeah, yeah, was yeah. announced. You know, yeah. people don't understand the reality of what this has done. I mean, that's that's that that business. Okay, David. And that's just that's John just lost, one business. John lost a gym during all of this, and he yeah. lost his IT business. He lost two. The, the companies. IT business is a different ball game because that was in six figures. That just disappeared. Yeah. Well, that well that that explains how you've got such a shit hot rig, John. Like, obviously, I've seen some pictures of that, so that, that explains that. <laughs> yeah. It also explains I am why slightly I'm living, envious why I'm, of it, you know. Why I'm living in a van. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, yeah, yeah, it's nice. You, you got you got you got a hell of a setup there, so it's great. He does, yeah. He does. And with that, David, if you want to jump off, um, I want to thank you one more time for being with us. Cheers, guys. Thanks. And uh, we will talk to you again probably in a couple months with uh, a bit more of an update. Oh, yeah. Or I'll see you um, you in the background on Twitter or one of the other feeds. So cheers, guys. Thank you, sir. See you later. Bye. Take care. Good night.
And ladies and gentlemen, that was David Nolan of StopCommonPass.org, a regular on Descent Media and uh, then now on Chasing Descent. And he keeps us up to date with the all things digital IDs and vaccine passports. And like I said right at the top of the show, it's that man is the reason that, that it was all discussed in Parliament. It was that man that was the reason that over a quarter of a million Brits put their names to a parliamentary petition and there's a big difference between a parliamentary petition and and let's say a change.org petition because anyone yeah. anyone who's anyone from anywhere in the world can sign a change.org petition whereas these parliament le- parliamentary petitions you have to give your postcode you have to prove that you are a uk citizen um and you have to you have to um well yeah do that but he he did that off his own back with no blue check mark on Twitter, with no uh, no massive following at the time, nothing of the sort, and he did that, and we we were along for the ride with him. He came on the show a whole bunch of times, and I've been sounding the alarm of vaccine passports since May of 2020. I think it's videos like that that brought Adam across to me because it was yeah. it was, uh, and. I'm just so sick of it, and I know I said it, and I, I said it to David, and he deserves all the credit. I'm just so fucking sick of all these people that 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 that, that joined the fight right at the end. The same people that told us that we were crazy when we were first talking about it, and and then want to take responsibility and credit for winning this fight. Um, and, and I'm sorry, I'm just not, I'm I'm not comfortable with that. I'm not happy with that. I'm not going to allow it, um, because. Don't even give us credit, even though we were definitely in the fight from the beginning. But but give that man the credit he deserves, because without what he did, without what he did, I don't think we'd be where we are now. I'm just going to be honest with you. So anyway, let's move on with the show tonight and uh, fully introduce Adam. I'm sorry you've not been able to really say much tonight, but um. All right. I think we need to. Uh, I'm going to let you two shoot the ship quite a bit because I I've, 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 I want to take a little bit of a step back because I do love listening to the conversations. Um, we'll see how long that lasts. Okay. Uh, do, you want, do you want me to just leave the building, John? I'll just leave the. I'll just. I'll just sidle on off and I'll go watch on my phone. Shall I? Um, but no. Um, I. I. I want to. I want to. I want to ask a question um, of oh. both of you. And that's uh, what does the idea of free, open, democratic uh, press mean to you? Well, I was actually watching something on YouTube um, while I was having my dinner, and um, it was about uh, Bob Woodward and Bernstein, right? Carl Bernstein when they when they exposed the uh, the, the the Watergate uh, affair. That to me was proper, free, independent press that was holding the government to task. In fact, it took the sitting president down. That's effectively what it did. So, well, it was David Frost yeah. that did that, wasn't it? Essentially, um, how? It, it, well, it was take. T- it was David Frost. Take him down. And it was the 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 Frost Nixon interviews, which ultimately yeah. led. No, 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 no. It was, it, but even. But the journalism the, the whole, on display with it the was the Nixon. fact. It was the fact that Nixon covered up. Yeah, of course he did. You know, attempted to cover it up that brought him down because he had no option but to resign after that. 
true. But anyway, yeah, that to me, that's proper journalism. And, and the thing is, I don't think Adam, you've you were before you came to us and started doing uh, and writing a few articles for us and helping us build our website. You weren't really involved in the journalism sphere, were you? No, not really. Only writing technical articles for um, my blog, which I started uh, a few years ago when I started my company, and I had all sorts of problems when COVID hit. I mean, I, luckily I'd built a shed in my garden so I could work okay. And to I, the shed. I sat in there. Yeah, yeah, that's where I started in my shed. Um, 2019, the, the summer I'd built that shed and I was so lucky that I'd done that because it kept me working throughout the pandemic. And, you know, I watched the world collapse around me while I sat in my shed. Um, and then obviously um i just want to interject quickly because i remember you used to come to the shows and you used to just say i'm in my shed in the chat all of the time i'm in my shed because i I used to be in a shed as well so we would we would we would riff on that being in sheds and i I used to watch twitch while i was working as well so i'd either it either switch between you and the women licking ears (laughs) and you won so you know (laughs) and 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 then i i I can't really recall how you came into the fold, but I'm really so glad that you did because um, you are just such... First of all, you're a laugh, which really helps. But second of all, the work you have done for us is invaluable. And I really do feel like you are committed to the idea of a free and open press. Um, yeah. And I I want to know how, how how that's come about in you. Um, well, I mean, I've always been an activist. I, my parents were activists too. It's something that, you know, my brother does as well. I mean, he's he does a lot with not the Andrew Marr show. He were, he's done a, a feature. He's a um, socialist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, he he, trained, uh, he used to go and train Momentum. Um, so <laughs> I know. I know. Um, yeah, he um, he's doing a lot at the moment with taking down Labour. Because he was thrown out of the Labour Party. Well, your brother was, or the or... yeah, he was, he was, because he was he was targeted as being uh, too socialist, uh, the wrong kind of socialist. So they got rid of him, um, and he does a lot to sort of um, highlight who the dodgy people are in Labour and in other political movements. So you know, it's not it's not politics, this though, is it? It's all of our lives. It's our no. Our I, health. I, I also wouldn't. I, I also would argue that what we are trying to do and what we are trying to achieve is not activism. I would say it's not activism because yeah. what we are trying to achieve um, and what we have been now working for uh, the three of us and others, and I will say no more than that, have been working behind the scenes to try and achieve is is simply a wider variety of free, open and legitimate press. And I don't think that's activism. I think that's giving people an option. I don't even think it's a wider variety. I think we're trying to achieve a free and open press because we don't have it anymore. No, we don't. But at the same time, I think we could all agree that we, we, what, what we want and what we are trying to achieve is not to take down the mainstream media. But at yeah, the same time, is the mainstream on. media have lost their value. Then of no course value they have. Anymore. Of course they have. But why take them down when we can just prove we're better? Yeah, and the big tech platforms—they're just completely useless. They don't—they censor everything. They don't give you the right information. They don't give you 
the information that people actually need to live their lives. They give, mm -hmm. they give you uh, censored, you know, filtered information that just doesn't doesn't do anything for anybody so what we do what other people do you know there are a lot of good people out there that are doing really really good jobs of, of spreading you know the actual news and yeah. journalism and and information and and you know not censoring which is the critical thing allowing free speech i mean look at the conversation we just had with with david nolan you would not see that conversation appear in that form on a mainstream platform and if they were able to or if he was allowed to go onto a mainstream platform, they would have chopped and, and changed and put out the, the most basic segments of that interview, uh, mostly because yeah. they have an agenda, but also because they have a fear that he might make some sense to some people. And, and the thing is, he does make sense. He makes a lot of sense. And also, we have to remember the mainstream media, especially for the last two years, has basically been sucking on the government tit of 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 wealth it's it's how they've been propped up and that's not just here we can go back to justin trudeau we paid them 600 million dollars to not give us a bad rap it's yeah it's... we have seen some positive things come out of this like we've seen uh brand youtube we've seen um rumble we've seen you know all these new platforms appearing like odyssey which is a great uh great new platform and these these positive aspects of, of a terrible situation mm -hmm. that you know have come from censorship and chasing dissent exactly yes yeah yeah and thank you twitch for letting us do what we do you know it's, it's great. no never thank them no never thank them <laughs> no, don't no. thank them uh, so far they, they, they're making money off us oh, yeah they, they are they are, they are yeah. making money off we're us. not making money off them they're making money off us no yes, the, the yes. sort of sort of drip feed dribs and drabs money that, that i think we make a hundred dollars every six to eight months off of twitch right so how much money yeah. are they making how much money exactly. are they making yeah, from, more from than that? More than times that, probably. Oh yeah. I, I mean, it, 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 this is also the it's also the mentality that people have when it comes to the government and the council and all that. Yeah. You know, these people work for you. Yeah. You don't work for them. You're not yeah. beholden to them. They don't yes. give you anything. You no, know, and I mean, it's not up to them. They they're supposed to be working for us, and they don't realise that. That's the problem including mm. these MPs and as far up as the Prime Minister who thinks he lords over us. And, yeah. and really, he needs a good swift kick in the nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but the thing is, uh, we, we can't advocate that for legal reasons, of course. Um, uh, we, can't, we can't call for that, but that's, that is your opinion. And do you know what? I, I appreciate it. I really do. I, I didn't call for it. I just said he needed it. I appreciate that opinion. I, I really do. It's, yeah. it's, it's a very appreciative opinion. Um, so... I wonder if Will Smith does, does visit the engagements now. <laughs> we hire him? If he's on Cameo. <laughs> if he'll do it on Cameo. Yeah. Is he on Cameo? Go to the Houses of Parliament and slap this guy. See, we, 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 had, we had an idea, didn't we, a, a few months back, of maybe we could hire some Cameos to try and get them to endorse us just for fun. Yeah. Especially of people who wouldn't. And I know Dom Jolly's on Cameo. Um, but yeah, but, but we, we just don't have the money right now. And yeah, I, his prices were fucking ridiculous. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. He's only got one punchline. 
Yeah, of course, to so get out the big phone and go, Chasing the fucking yeah. awesome! I'm on the phone! I'm on the phone! Um, Have you seen Dom Jolly's got a new show? He hasn't. No. He has. He's, a, he's doing a, a theatre show uh, about his travels. So while COVID's been on, he's been travelling around, um, <sighs> documenting and, and, and doing his... Traveling around queer. Well, um, there's... <laughs> I'll see if I can find it. Let me let me have a look. Oh dear, Dom Jolly's been traveling whilst telling everybody else not to travel. Uh, that uh, uh, it's like Piers Piers Morgan, isn't it? When he goes, you know, please stick to the government restrictions, everybody. Stick to your tears. I'm just going to tomorrow go and get on a plane to Antigua, but you don't do that. Yeah. There we go. From the Solihull Arts Complex, Dom Jolly's holiday snaps travel and comedy in the danger zone. Okay. So, um, what does it say? Let's have a look. The four marks a period of intense activity for Jolly will be the subject of a three-part prime BBC TV show in Easter 20 at the conclusion of the tour. Oh, my God. He's, um, he's got a BBC contract out of it. Well, that says spring 2020. Uh, but I know he's still doing this show because okay. I saw it advertised the other day. Oh, okay. I was going to say, if you can find a date uh, that, that is active, we see... Sorry. Who's doing the comedy part? That's good. That's a good question. That is. Uh, that is. Uh, oh my God! Chrissy has appeared in the chat and uh, said, uh, "Dom Jolly is a grade A connect." <laughs> I can't. I can't argue with that, Chrissy. No, I can't it's either. A bit weak, but I can't argue with it. He was over in France when you were, wasn't he, John? <sighs> yeah. And he was going. So was Gregor Fisher. I bumped into him in the butchers. Remember? Oh yes, you did. And I assume he was. Was was he following all of the rules? Was he fucked? <laughs> he gave um, he gave Andrew the butcher a a a, a present wrapped in glass as well, bottle of scotch. Oh, that's that's that sounds rather. I I tell you what, I was in the supermarket earlier on, and I actually put a bottle of hopping hair in my trolley because I saw Adam drinking it the other night. You wouldn't like it. Do you like real ale? Yes. All right, okay, fine. You might like it's that. quite light. Yeah. yeah. I, it, I, like an IPA? Yeah, and, 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 and then I had to convince myself that I don't drink anymore. That's the point I'm at now. I have to convince myself I don't drink anymore um, because I'm getting to the point where I just want to sit in the corner and just sort of open up a crate of beer one by one and just drink. Well, I've, I've had a pretty shitty day, so I yeah. treated myself to two small gins today. And you know what? I I've bought. Fired, I fired my accountant. Yes, you did. I I bought yes. actually. I did purchase a one liter bottle of Jack Daniel's honey, but it's not for me. It's for my friend's birthday, and it's because I was. I picked up the seventy centiliter bottle. I was in. I was in Morrison's, Shalini. Mm. Um, I picked up the seventy centiliter bottle, and it was twenty seven pounds. And then uh, just just along on a stand, they had the one liter bottle, and it was reduced from thirty two to twenty pounds, making it cheaper. Yeah, the liter. Yeah, by quite Finished a lot. Bottle. Um, what are what are oh. we what, what are we looking at here, Adam? Well, I've just gone onto Twitter, uh, and this Pfizer was trending, and this is an article from the National Post that says Pfizer so mainstream media. potentially. <laughs> yeah, Pfizer vaccine potentially linked to hearing loss. Ooh. What? <laughs> Sorry, John. 
John, when did you have up, mate. when did you have your Pfizer, up. John? When did you have your no, Pfizer? I haven't, I haven't had a, I haven't had any of these fucking. We, I mean, we're we're about to get onto something actually, something I haven't haven't talked about yet, and I want you guys' opinion on. Um, and it's a couple of text messages I've been well, the wife's been receiving over the past couple of days. Um, the first one, the first one said hi lila right not the parent of or the carer of or mm -hmm. so addressed yeah, directly to my five-year-old daughter lila is five by the way it said you can now book your vaccination please book it using this link come and see our superheroes and princesses at the vaccination center and dress up if you want that's insane. It was addressed to a five-year-old child. Okay, it didn't that's say. That's fucking madness. That's that's not very diverse on gender. That's too gender specific. Superheroes and princesses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but 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 the point I I want to get across here is they 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 sent a text message to a number they had on file for the contact of a five-year-old child right they knew that contact would be the parent oh, they, or carer yeah they know exactly what they're doing yeah but why and, and is, it, is it legal most... is it legal yeah well yeah yeah well why wouldn't it be because what, to, to, to not di really to directly ask a five-year-old child to book a medical so a really medical procedure that. It, that, that doesn't even well Technically, I suppose you can if you go with that. What's that fucking law? Gillick competence. It's just a Gilligan's an uncaring. But anyway, yeah. But the thing message. is, the problem is, most of these fucking parents will say, "Oh, that's a great idea." Yeah, that's the problem. It's yeah. not the fact that fucking NHS sent it. It's the idiots that go. Well, that is a problem. That the NHS. Sent I think it. it's. But sick. It's also the idiots that go along with it. I think it, the whole thing's sick. The whole thing's fucking mental. Why are we even vaccinating people at that age? It's five years old. For a disease old. that kills people that are 83 and above. What we, is the point? We got a letter about um we got a letter about our son who's eight uh, about a month ago, maybe a bit over a month ago, and I burned it on camera because he's autistic. Yeah. And they said they said in it, because you have autism, you are more vulnerable. You can come for your fifth. Yeah, yeah, but you're more vulnerable. How can how can autism make you more vulnerable to a respiratory virus? This is coming out of our health well, service, John and Adam. Health service. Well, they may have a point because the autistic tend to have poor gut flora and fauna. Right. Which can make you more susceptible to all sorts of diseases once they're in your bloodstream. Right. Because your immune system doesn't work quite as well. Are you generalizing, though? Yes, I'm generalizing. Yeah. yeah. But, well, uh, the autistic people tend to have poor gut flora and fauna. Okay, but just carry on, take Adam. Take a look at this chart. But uh, again, the whole thing doesn't matter because no, it doesn't. kids don't fucking die from this. They die from yeah. the, the treatment. Yeah. Uh, so, Adam, please take us through what you're showing us right now. Yes. This is um, UK HSA vaccine surveillance report, week nine, 2022. And it's on the left of the chart. It says vaccine effectiveness. 
uh, which is goes up to 100% at the top there and down to minus, minus 250% at the bottom of the chart. Right. And yeah. as you can see... Are you dead at minus 250%? <laughs> 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 Yeah, that's, so that, that's, that's not looking pretty good, is it? I mean, for 18 no, to 29, it, so you're okay if you're around None of 30. them are above zero. <laughs> no, nobody's none of them above are zero. Positive. It's not good for anyone. But remember, remember, Debbie Schreider said on TV that after two weeks, it was 100% effective against serious illness and death. She said that on TV, everybody. Debbie Schreider said it. It must be true. She's a fuckwit. I mean, yeah. I mean, she's not a medical professional. Uh, well, no, she's not. And yet she's been fucking advising what? the Scottish government for nearly two years, she's John. A, she's a psychologist, doesn't she? Yeah. Right. See, is it no. a six-year-old? No, a six-year-old six who's got limbic encephalitis. Yep. <sighs> fucking hell. Thanks to the, uh, thanks to the treats. Twenty yeah. days ago, she had a healthy, happy boy. I mean, there was a man, or there is a man. I, I believe he is coming on, uh, going on Rise brand YouTube tomorrow morning. Who uh, had his AstraZeneca and had his leg amputated. At the time, he was actually Just a guy from Scotland. Yeah, actually, at the double time, amputee. he was in the mainstream. Is he? I, no, he's is he a double amputee? I think he's single amputee. Double amputee scaffolder. But he's, Glasgow. but he's at the time he he was in the mainstream media because they were calling him like a, a you know an inspiration because he said i i don't want my experience to take away from other people uh getting it but he said that because at the time <laughs> at the time remember this was when they were brand new out and at the time he, he, they told him that this would happen to maybe three people total but now he's completely changed his tune he's he doesn't oh, yeah. he doesn't yeah. want anyone to, to to get it and he's going on sonia polton's show so so I think that might be worth. Jesus Christ! Look what Adam's got. <laughs> oh. yeah, that's probably that's probably the best. Yeah. Um, right. So, so Devi Shredra is a psychologist, I believe. Yeah. Now let me let me give you an insight into psychology. Mm -hmm. I am. Um, I've always been a bit of a science geek. Yeah. yeah. And I have I have higher grade exams in physics, chemistry, and biology. Yeah. And I've got a, a I've got an open university degree and a partial one as well because I started a third at one point, um, along the lines of biology and physics. I'm just muting my mics for um, a sec. You keep going. But part of my part of my first um, open university degree, there was a core or part of the course or one of the modules was on psychology, okay? And this, this is the biggest fucking amount of mumbo-jumbo I've ever delved into. Mm. It's all made up shite. There's nothing yeah. scientific about it. <laughs> it's just people spouting their mouth out with stupid theories that can't be proven one way or the other. So... I have no truck with psychology. Psychiatry, perhaps. Psychology, go fuck yourself. You see, we, we don't seem to be seeing any any sort of people fighting back against the data that's coming out now. We, we, we're just accepting no. everything. And, you know, we've got Ukraine, uh, which has been a, a smokescreen to cover 
the Pfizer yeah. data. I mean, that's clear from what you can see in this trend tonight. There was a, I saw something, um, I saw something earlier on, or was it last night, about a tank? It was a tank trundling down a street, right? And it's, it's firing into a residential building block that's obviously empty, right? But it's probably got a sniper or something in it. So this tank's putting a few rounds into this thing, moving forward, putting another couple of rounds in. And people are going, one of the comments is, so the, the Russian army say they don't engage with civilian targets, right? And the point is, well, you you don't know what it is because if it's full of fucking Ukrainian soldiers, it's not a civilian target anymore. If it's got a sniper in it, it's not a civilian target. Yeah, you know? no, it's true. But, but the, by the same token, they don't say anything about the Saudis and the two, I can't remember, is it the Houthis or somebody that they're fighting against? Yeah, throwing missiles at each no, well, it's a different. They're not Yemenis. They're something else. But anyway, they're throwing fucking missiles at each other, and and that one that landed close to the Grand Prix in Jeddah was only six miles away from the circuit mm -hmm. when they took out the Thank uh, you. Aramco fuel dump. Well, it wasn't a fuel dump. It was a pe petrol station. Did you did you phone up to get a fucking red billboard? What? <laughs> 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 Love you. Thank you. Service. I think, uh, to be honest, Shalini, is there anyone in the public eye that isn't something to do with the World Economic Forum? Us. This is the problem, isn't it? Us. Yeah, yeah, but in the public eye. Oh, we not can't. Quite in the public eye. I mean, not quite yet, and 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 I guarantee you, when we I mean, do, I can still go to the shops and and not have to wear a mask because I'm I don't get recognised. I tell you what, I, 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 fucking back when I was doing the test centres, back when I was doing the test centres. <laughs> yes, I know you get recognised, but I got recognised in the paper shop. <laughs> they were like, "It's the guy! Yes, it's I the know, guy!" I, I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" <laughs> They were like, we recognise your voice because people have been grabbing the videos and sharing them all over Facebook. Because I didn't, I didn't put them on Facebook. But but they were like, we recognise your voice. We recognise you. You were the one that's screaming. We're all. I'm like, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Hi. How are you? But um. But yeah. I I'm nothing to do with the with the World Economic Forum, John. I I you know. What are we talking? You're not really in the public eye, are you? No, not at all. Hopefully, not at all. Yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, Shalini says Ben has a waitress. Um, oh. I just, I, I just made a phone call, and I pleaded my case. My wife did say, "Why don't you come to the house and get it?" And I said, "Because I'm a cripple. No, I'm well, a cripple woman. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm a cripple, and my battery is running out." Hold on, she, she didn't actually shut the door. Oh. It was getting real cold real quick. I was like, why I'm is it getting cripple. so... I'm a cripple and I'm cold! Uh, no, that's not what I said. I said I would very I'm much... I'm a cold cripple! No, I, I, used, I used you two as an excuse and said I would very much like to continue to listen to their conversation. <laughs> worked. It worked. You've learned that over the last two years, Ben. Psychological manipulation. Well, it's yeah. not that, actually. It's John. He's a, a one-man nudge unit. 
Well, no, John's even worse because he just looks at him. He just gives a look and all of a sudden a beer appears. He doesn't even have to say anything anymore. It's just... Uh, my, my dad used to, um, actually, my dad... I, I didn't live with him, but but he would just look at his he would just look at his wife and he'd just hold up his empty can of beer and just go. And all of a sudden, a new one would appear from the fridge that they had in the living room. This one's dead. This one's dead. You've run out of wine. I, I do love my wife dearly, by the way. Um, so there is there. You know, I I do love her dearly, and it is her birthday in a couple of weeks, and she knows that I am going to absolutely bankrupt myself to buy her whatever she wants like i always do um because she's a bigger kid than the kids on birthday and christmas she's like i need something to unwrap i need something to unwrap. i'm just like all right dear i'll what go to... oh, i can't tell you because she might watch the show <laughs> Carry on. She, she does she <laughs> she does watch in she really enjoys the ones she, yeah. she but back when we were just when i was doing a load of individual shows she would always turn around to me and go i really love the shows that you do with john because you're actually funny yeah. <laughs> so, let, me, um, let me let me tell you a story about someone today who was moaning about big ben right what have i done now and no no it wasn't you it wasn't you it was the clock the the big um, ben's well, the bell the bell yes i know it's the bell fuck's sake so they were moaning about the tower right and how much it cost 80 18 million or something to refurb it yeah and they said they said on twitter they said for fuck's sake you could have given everyone in the country a million pounds each and still have 14 million left over right uh, uh. and of course of course everyone goes are there only 66 that, people in the country yeah well 67 Anyway, so so someone tries to put it politely, okay, and they put it. Look, let me think of it. Let you think of it in smaller numbers. You know, if you had, if you had eighty people, and you gave them sixty-seven. If you had eighty pounds and you gave everyone sixty-seven pounds, you would only be able to give one, right? Yep. And their reply was, "For fuck's sake, it's not rocket science." You'd give the sixty-seven million, and you'd have fourteen million left over. And I replied, of course. Just if you well, give them a not... pound each, you moron. No. Yeah, I know, but I didn't point that out. I said just as well. It's not rocket science because your rocket would be tunneling to China. <laughs> 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 you fucking rocket! Uh, Shalini, uh, Shalini, uh, backing up the the my wife watching the show. She says, "Oh, she lurks. She does. She does. She has oh, a yeah. Twitch account, yeah. and then on, on Sundays she'll actually get involved in the chat with them when she knows I can't read the chat." So she, when, when I'm in London or something, she'll start getting involved in the chat with them. And uh, I think she was actually genuinely worried about me at one point because the, the stream started going wobbly yeah. and I was in the middle of an actual fucking almost riot. I was going to say, I don't see any, um, I don't see any bear patches on um, what's on name's head. No, so she, she has one line. She has one line of alopecia and then she she willingly shaves her head to Does because not, of that one line do, do we not call that a parting do you do you guys think this was a marketing ploy for yeah well i think it was a, a, well, a, a, no well maybe but well, remember, I think it was remember a distraction remember the oscars was 
proudly sponsored by Pfizer BioNTech, and yeah. Pfizer are now bringing out a fucking alopecia drug. Are they? Yes, they are. They are. They. 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 They are. There you fucking go. Um. The thing... And it was a good distraction away from Zelensky not being there. So there you go, two birds with one stone. What happened to Smith? Uh, the the academy are now saying that they might that they're, they're meeting in three weeks' time. They're giving him a ten day right to reply, and they're probably kicking they him out. Kicking him out of what? The academy. The Oscars. The academy. Um, they, does, that mean, does, they, does that mean he loses his Oscar? I don't think so, because Roman Polanski raped a kid and, you know, still got yeah, to keep his. Harvey what, Weinstein. Harvey he still got his. And, and Kevin Spacey. Well, I don't actually... I'm not sure Kevin Spacey... Well, no, actually, didn't Kevin Spacey... I don't know. Did he apologise? Or was it Brian Singer that apologised? Uh, but either, either way, these people get accused of things they allegedly did, like, 35 years ago, with no evidence, of course. And uh, then, then they get completely fucking ostracized. And and, and you, do you believe them all? I mean, you hear the mantra, believe women, like women are arbiters I, of truth. But I think this, I don't think you'll get kicked out. Well, I, I, I may I, be wrong, but I don't think you will. I certainly believe there will be some kind of at least, you know, public There'll consequence. Yeah, yeah. Or, or he'll do something, he'll pay some kind of penance, usually in some sort of charity act or something. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Soran says, nice bit of publicity as the ratings are scraping the floor. Oh, um, yeah, they are. they've been tanking for the last few years. Well, the Academy themselves have gone on record and said this was not a, a publicity stunt, at least one that they were aware of. <laughs> That's like a liar saying... Trust me. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. You, yeah, absolutely. Uh, what, what are you doing? Or, or ending a statement with honest. Yeah, is there a slap Chris Rock in the face game out already, Adam? Yes. There's a slap Chris Rock in the face flash game out already. I mean, I'm not. I'm not very good. I, I, I'm. I'm. I. I yeah. They're they're quick. You've got you've got to hand it to these people. They're quick. Um, <laughs> Oh, I got 69 kilometers an hour. I mean, that shirt that yeah, he's wearing. That that shirt that you're wearing, Adam, I, I I want it. I want that shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's 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 certainly uh it's certainly a true a true representation of the lies we were told. <laughs> I I just it wasn't even 3 weeks to start with it was only 2. I thought it was uh the no, and it wasn't it... to flatten the curve it was 2 weeks to allow the NHS to prepare to squish the sombrero John to squish the sombrero we got, we got that to them who the fuck said that uh, that to was I believe that was one of the things that Boris Johnson said we have to squish the sombrero we squish it down you know the the big curve the the big the big peak we have to squish the peak down and and what but we do why? by doing that is just we why? draw it out yeah yeah that's fine but it doesn't make any difference because the area under the graph is still the same true it's like it's like the guy that told us to turn our taps down right so the water came out slower because that would save water well if you need a certain amount of water it doesn't matter how fast you get it i was supposed to, i play with it's, my listen it's I the play, same amount of yeah, water but I, I play with my jet wash for fun 
I do. I, I play with my jet wash for fun. We, uh, yeah, but, I mean, what kind of fucking mentalist thinks that drawing water slower is going to save you water? But of course you, it's I mean, not. You need a certain amount of water to wash the dishes. You need a certain amount of water to make a cup of coffee. It doesn't matter how fast you get it. You're still going to fucking... It just means... The same. Even, if, even, if you're, even if you're turning on the hot tap, right, and waiting for the hot water to come through, it doesn't matter how slowly you let the cold water out in front of it. It's still going to be the same amount of water that mm -hmm. has to be displaced before the hot water arrives. Absolutely. <laughs> fucking uh, lunatics. Uh, yeah. These people are mad. <laughs> what is that, Adam? That's Big Ben. Sadiq Khan has, has unveiled the, the newly renovated Big Ben. Yeah. We have to point out that this is satire. Um, we have to point that out because we don't want to be accused. Of some people will believe you. Some people well, will believe you, fucking, unfortunately. Look at the metro station. Look at the metro. Was it Whitechapel that's been renamed? Well, it's got one name as in fucking... What's it? In Seek or something? I'm not sure. I, yeah. I, I'm not sure. Um. Yeah, one name's in Sikh and the other one's in, in English. But, I mean, why? Why? It's London, for fuck's sake. If there is a big Sikh population there, then perhaps that would be, you know... No. No, no, it's not. It's not all right. No, I didn't say perhaps it would this be is... all right, but perhaps it would be understandable as to why they did it. But no, it's not understandable, because if you come to choose to go and live in a foreign country... People don't fucking change their culture to accommodate you. I agree you with that. You try going to France and not speaking French. I agree with right? that. Well, I, well you... you'll get absolutely nowhere. Nobody will speak to you, right? The Wait. French will fucking not talk to you at all if you don't at least try and speak French. John, I used, to, speak French, I used to go to France anything. every six weeks. You know that. And I do not know yeah. much French. Yeah, but your, <laughs> your experience of French is not... France, your experience no, is fucking it's not. Disneyland, and it's we know how grounded France. in reality they are. They are not yeah. France, don't we? No, they they yeah, are, and we know how grounded in reality Disneyland, Disney World are these days. Or Disney are these days? They are bankrupting themselves. They are yes. bankrupting themselves. Uh, exclusive. The government yeah. has ditched its promised ban on conversion therapy. What? Yes, they did. Didn't they? And they'll Why? be bringing back electric, electric shock therapy. Well, no, you know, I've seen, and, and it is not something that I want to comment on, but I have seen a lot of people call transitioning a conversion therapy. Uh, it's, it's just an observation that I've, I've made. I've seen it called that because it's, it's oftentimes, you know, a gay man, for example, transitioning to a woman so that they can still date men. Um, I've seen that argument made. I'm not making that argument, but maybe that has something to do with why they're reversing the ban because people might try and argue that, and then then you get into a whole load of hot water. I yeah. I don't I don't know. I'm I'm just surmising here, obviously. I, I, but I have seen it called that. Do we know what conversion therapy is? I thought it was when they electric shocked you and hit you with a Bible. No, no, that's 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 the yeah, that's the extreme version of it. But it is essentially. I thought, I thought it was like, like that clockwork orange thing when they pulled your eyeballs open and made you watch. <laughs> I I mean, what is it they say? They say pray the gay away or something like that. Um, 
but it but it is it's basically trying to make gay people straight via various means uh, of conversion therapy what, what is that john John, why is what, Mr. What? Why 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 Mr. Blobby's that's letting? That's not go? me. Well, that's, that's Adam. Not, like I say, that's not even Mr. Blobby, is it? Dame Edna's <laughs> let herself go there. What's going on that's there? That's Richard Taylor's posted that. Did you see that? Did you see that one I posted on the group chat? No. Um, that, no. The guy with the. Oh the, 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 yes, yes, Adam, yes, I did. Pull up the guy with the legs. The, the guy, guy with the legs. The, yeah, the guy, the the the, the group chat. <laughs> Have you got audio on there? Yeah. Could you yeah, want to hear it? Yeah, you want to hear this one. Right, hold on. Okay. This one here? Yeah, I think so. In the pub? Right. Here we yeah. go. Right. Start, Start from the beginning. And turn it up a wee bit. Okay, I'm interested. Just going to whack my volume up. Hang on. Are you ready? Here we go. Yep. Yeah. That's not the beginning. You've got to get it from the beginning. Just keep it, let it run again. Let's get it from the right from the beginning. Yeah, you've got to get it from the beginning. Okay. Come on, Adam, I believe in you. For some reason, it won't let me play right from the beginning. It's a bit annoying, well, isn't no it? That's no fucking use, because... The guy asks them at the beginning. Yeah, let's let's refresh the page, see if that works. See, I'm not looking so bad now, actually. John, you're looking... <laughs> there we go. Right, here we go. Ah, oh, there what? he is, look. It's not the beginning. You've got to it's get it at the beginning. It won't let me click right back to the beginning. That's what? so weird. I think this is this is brave. This is brave. Um, need to revert yeah, back to even, Chrome again. Even oh my in God. Uh, brave. It... <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> We've let you down, Ben. I'm losing faith. Gotta have You're faith. Losing faith, baby. Just let it play. Is that a Weatherspoons pub? It, it does look like a Weatherspoons, so. yeah. He's got some calves. I'll give him that. I mean, Jess, if you're there, you like some legs. <laughs> you're having a laugh. <laughs> Please tell me you're having a laugh. You're having a laugh. You're having a laugh. <laughs> Do you remember? Does everybody remember? It is ma'am. It is ma'am. Does everybody remember yes. that? <laughs> it looked like we might have an it is ma'am two situation on our hands. Children there. in Scotland will no longer be sent to jail. Fuck I it was mandatory sake. in Scotland. The <laughs> right of fucking... passage. Scotland's basically an open air jail anyway. So what? What does difference at this point? What difference does it make? Who's that? Who who said that? What? Who said what? Children. At this point, what difference does it make? Uh, I I've said that several times. I, no, until no. I who said that famously? I have no idea. 
Hillary Clinton, when questioned about the goings-on in Benghazi, when Ambassador Stevens was taken out and raped to death with a broom handle. I mean, that's very, very violent. Um, it was freaking horrible, mate. Horrible. Yeah. Are, you, are you are you playing Chris Angel footage? That I don't know. It's um, yeah, it is actually. It's Alex Belfield um, posting. Oh, he's Chris in Angel. Vegas. He's yeah, in Vegas. He he's in Vegas. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I wish we could afford to go to fucking Vegas, John. This fucking show's doing all right, isn't it? If yeah, you could go to Vegas, I'd put a show on for you. Yeah, I would as well. I, I tell you what, I, I, if 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 anybody wants to send us to Vegas right now, I'll undo the third button. I'll undo the third. You button. just need to wear a shirt like he wears, and then you'll get to go to Vegas. Yeah, that's true. That's... Well, I suppose Ben's halfway there. He's nearly ginger, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, ginger people have got it fucking made. I mean, look at the look at this song for Ukraine. And they're pure wag the dog territory, you know, a concert for for Ukraine. Who's made the cut? Who's, who's fucking heading it up? Who was heading it up? Wow. That cunt, Ed Sheeran. He gets fucking everywhere. He really does. He has a complete grifter, Ed Sheeran. Oh, I'm Ed. And I just play stupid songs. You sound like Frankenfurter. I sound like Frankenfurter. <laughs> It's astounding. Time is fleeting. <laughs> Madness Indeed. takes its toll. Well, listen closely. Not for very much longer. longer. <laughs> everybody, everybody. I remember doing the time warp. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right, anyway. Uh, oh, what's next? What are we talking about? I, uh, well, we were talking, we, we began talking about an independent and free press. Oh, and apparently Aunt Emily would attend the opening of an envelope. Sandy is going to be there as well. So, Didn't she do that one song? Approximately an hour ago, right. right? You said, I'm going to sit back and let you two shoot the shit. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and at that point, at that You've point, been I sent a to message. Say this, haven't you? Yeah, I sent a message to Jesse saying, Ben said he's going to sit back and let us shoot the shit. Let's see how that works out. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've been proven right again. <laughs> yeah, but I just enjoy laughing. Yes, I But know. to be fair, I did mute the microphones and call the wife and ask for a Red Bull. I did do that. What, what does that mean? Adam, please remove the devil from the screen. Who was up? Who was, Who was the devil? Was, was Clouty there? Was it Clouty? Was it... Oh, yes, it was class. Oh, did you see what's this? What's going on with Boris's nose? Yeah, but is that what's real or is it a Photoshop? I don't know. It's got to be. It's got right. Is it real? Yeah, it, it looks like it's been taken. Well, that picture on the left's off the TV. Yeah, yeah. And that's a different picture on the right there. Yeah. I don't know. Is it's the answer? It, it, I don't look know. Look at his eye. Look at his eye. Did look he not get? Did eye. he not get his skin it's suit on quick gap. enough or something? There's not a gap in the corner of his eye. He's a fucking reptilian. <laughs> right. David Icke was right. 
<laughs> Talking about reptilians. Okay. Have you ever seen Adam? Have you ever seen that guy Stephen Greer? Yes. Yeah. Right. If anyone looks like a fucking reptilian in a skin suit, it's him. It's got to be. Yeah. I'm not saying it's aliens, but I think it's aliens. It definitely is. <laughs> where Where are we going with this? So where Where is this show going? It's uh, just where Where? Well. Right, so we've got the three. We've got the th- things come in threes, don't they? Everything comes in threes. Right. Right. So even when my van broke down, it came in threes. Right? Yeah. I ended up paying for the fucking thing three times. Right? Yep. So yeah, that that guy, he looks like a fucking alien, a reptilian, doesn't he? This guy here. Yeah. Well, he certainly doesn't. He, he certainly doesn't look Too obvious, right. Though. It is obvious. I know. I know. He certainly right. doesn't so, so it's coming in threes. So we've had the pandemic, right? Right. This this show's coming off of YouTube, by the way. You know that. Oh yeah, we we, we knew that yeah, about yeah. three minutes into the broadcast. Don't worry yeah. about that. Right. So <laughs> we've had the pandemic, and we've now had the war, the 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 precursor to World War Three. Right. Okay. The pre-war, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> so there's got to be a third. Now I'm hoping it's not World War Three, right? It's- so what do you think? We're all going to be joining you hunkering really in the bunker from an alien invasion. Yeah. So is it? Is it? See, I don't think climate change has got the legs. No, I don't. I, I think don't. Greta's too short. <laughs> <laughs> At some point in my anyway. life, I would like to go back to school uh, because I no, actually no, do not you know, have an education, John. <laughs> she does fuck all. The thing is... People keep going on about her as if she's a kid. She's fucking 20 this year. I am 20 years old, and because of my actions doing what I was told to do by everybody else, I do not have an education, and I do not actually know what I am talking about. But what I will say is this. How dare you? Yeah, Yeah, anyway, as I was saying, I don't think climate change has got the legs, right? Uh So what's next? Is it? I'm not saying it's aliens, but it could be. It could be aliens. I mean, it would make me quite happy. I'm. I'm not going to lie. That would make me quite happy. Well, yeah. There has been an increase in sightings, hasn't there, over COVID? Um, there's been a, a lot of the supposed TR3B sightings, which is the yeah, anti-grav military yeah. plane. Yeah. See these. See these things. They're nearly always in military aircraft designated test areas. Yeah, of course yeah. they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we've seen well, all like the tech tags. It's like the tech tags. They were in designated military aircraft test areas. So they're fucking. They're, they're not UFOs. They're. Oh look, we're in Roswell, belt. and we are seeing these lights in the sky over the Nevada desert. Well, yeah, that's because I that's think, where I military think, craft are made. <laughs> I think there's a good chance. Well, you you know what? The military's what twenty years ahead. At least. Oh, yeah. And that's not just in, like, flight technology and things like that. They've probably got fucking... They've probably got Star Trek phasers, mate. They've probably got Star Trek phasers. (laughs) You know, they can set it from stun to kill and all that shit. They can probably do that shit. Yeah. Um, Space Force. Yeah. I I was was watching something the other day, and there was a, a, a fighter landing on an aircraft carrier... And it fucking landed on the aircraft carrier, and then the background, right, was what looked like a flying saucer sitting on the aircraft carrier deck. And what? I'm thinking, what the fuck is that? I, I mean, I'll see if I, I can 
Is this is this that TR3B? Uh, uh, well, alleged TR3B, yes. The alleged TR3B, and and for all we know, that that is just someone's drone with a few lights on the bottom of it that they've homemade, and it's up there in the air because it's taken on poor camera in the dark. And uh, you know, you've got this. This is from real UFO lovers. That 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 is real UFO lovers. The thing that gets real. Everybody's got a fucking top-notch camera these days, and we this still get all these grainy. Having said that, having said that, most of the stuff you see that's taken on camera or on phone camera and put on TikTok is shitty pictures anyway, and that's yeah. regular stuff. Yeah, but do you so know why that just is? They can't use the cameras. Do you know what that is? Because I can put a 1080p or 4K video up on Twitter, right, and it will mm-hmm. automatically render it down to 720p. I don't know why it does it, but no, that seven seven twenty p is still should still give you a pin sharp fucking image, right? Well, you say that you should be hard put you should be hard pushed to tell the difference between seven twenty p and ten eighty. Well, right? to be fair, on we do decent, we do broadcast a, a at seven twenty. We do broadcast at yeah. seven twenty. So, so you should be hard pushed, but what you get on these things is fucking bloody footage and whip pans and everything you can't see anything it's as if they do it deliberately because they're fucking useless just stand still and film the thing well this don't is fucking, it don't give me like don't give me a, a panorama of everything but the thing that you're meant to be looking at you know <laughs> well, why do you why do you think a lot of people have got these a lot of people have got these nice still even... steady image you don't even need a gimbal if you're fucking just hold your phone steady and no. look at what you're filming. That's true. That is true. And uh, I mean, I, I, I will say this. Once you go on a certain zoom, so this has got 100x zoom on it, right? And I tell you what. Go, go on, on 100x zoom. Yeah, but if you go on, because uh, the, the, the picture's not actually that bad quality on the 30 to 50x zoom on this. Because it's, it's a yeah, hybrid of two cameras. The first part. The first part's usually op- optical, and that's fine. Yeah, this has got this has got a 10x zoom. optical zoom lens, right? So then yeah. it. Well, that's fine. Stop at 10x. Digital zooms are shit. But regardless Absolute of whether or not you're shit. using digital or optical zoom, once you start getting into those ranges of zoom, right, the slightest move of your hand makes the image look like it's going like this. So yeah, we'll stand still. But that's why you got gimbal. These mate. people are fucking. These people are either running. Or skipping about, or talking to people next to them, and going, "Oh, look at that!" And oh, look at that! And you're like, "Fucking hell, I'm going to be sick." Just stand still. If you're trying to, if you're trying to take a picture of what you think is something that shouldn't be there. Stand fucking still and film it. Yeah, you know? I see, look at this. That's a tip. That's a tip for you, UFOlogists out there. Stop being a dick. <laughs> Chris Hadfield. <laughs> Chris Hadfield here has posted, what was this deer walking beside? And there's the deer footprints there, but there's the alien footprints next to it. No, no, that's a bird. So that that deer was clearly walking next door to an alien. No, no, that's a bird. (laughs) Or maybe, maybe the bird was leading the deer. Yes, maybe. Have you considered they might have been there at different times? (laughs) I can't believe that Chris Hadfield would try and mislead us like that. What a fucking knob. Well, some say say the ISS doesn't exist. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yes, I'm not, I, I used I'm to maybe, he's mis- maybe, maybe he's misleading us in more than one. I'm, I'm not going down that rabbit hole. I'm really, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not asking you to. I'm just saying what people say. I mean, it's, it would be rude not to take into account even a tiny proportion of the population who think maybe the Earth is flat or that space is not I think what we that think we is. should do, as one of our Patreon-exclusive shows... I think all three of Down us... Down the rabbit hole. I, no, no. I think all three of us need to get together and do a flat earth special. I do. <sighs> I think we need... I don't think there's enough in flat earth to do a flat earth special. Oh, believe me. There's 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 hundreds of hours of content that we can laugh at. There really oh, no, is. hundreds <laughs> of hours of content, but you can only laugh. At, I mean, there's, there's a basic premise, right? Uh, let me ask Adam. Adam, is the earth flat? Well, it just depends on whether you read Terry Pratchett books or not. Yeah, we could be we could be a a, a big disc on the back of a giant space turtle. We could be. Yeah, we could exactly. be exactly. Yeah, and how philosophical you want to be. I so mean, what was that? What was that film? Um, Dark City. Never seen Dark. You ever seen Dark City? You never seen Dark City? You need no? to watch Dark City. Have a have a watch of Dark City. What 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 well. Let's go a bit further than have a watch of Dark City. Why should I watch Dark City? Because um, it's, it's it's a good science fiction movie. It's interesting. Okay, uh, I think Adam's researching it right now. Dark City. There we go. Is is that That's it? There. Dark City. That's not Dark City, is it? <laughs> That's fucking. What's his name? It was yeah, Richard O'Brien. One man reports. Yeah. Caesar says, "Great movie." Yeah, see, Caesar's on my he's on my wavelength. That's twice he's come yeah, up with. Yeah. I mean, he likes person of interest as well. I think. Yeah. Um. Uh. Dark Spy says, "Do you think the last two years pushed any flat earthers over the edge?" <laughs> Laugh and nearly shit myself. <laughs> oh. Anyway. Um... It's did, 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 it's 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 twenty two twenty two. What what's that guy doing with the blue gloves? What is that guy? Uh, that says opinion. You likely don't need a fourth coof shot from the Wall Street Journal. That's correct. Yes. I was going to say, did the vast majority of people need the first? Unless you're <laughs> at high risk, and then the fourth one will finish you off. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it says there the initial well, two doses uh, you know, are enough. Someone put it like this today, right? There are 5,251 cupcakes on a table. Right. Okay. Your child wants one of them. Yeah. Six of those cupcakes will kill you. Will you let the child have a cupcake? Nope. No, I will not. I would say... Son, obviously worked listen, out that's what the rest is. I would say, son, all of those cupcakes are for Benjamin Butterworth. Yeah. <laughs> those are Benjamin Butterworth cupcakes. They are Don't Benjamin Butterworth cupcakes. Don't you dare touch They're them. not yours. They are for Benjamin Butterworth. <laughs> and, oh, but is he, he... Is he gay? I, 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 I don't know, maybe. But, but Benjamin... Did we establish listen, if Tom Harwood was gay? But listen, listen. Because I was about to say, Benjamin has told me that he will share the cupcakes with Owen Jones and Tom Harwood. So, uh, 
<laughs> we'll sit and watch the three of them lay into these cupcakes. Play Russian roulette with cupcakes. And uh, we'll see what happens. We'll just we'll cupcake d- roulette. <laughs> now, see after we finished last night. Yeah. After the fucking debacle that was a stream, and I may I say, after our conversation, I think you hit the nail on the head because we've had no issues tonight at all, have we? I mean, I don't want to say anything, but no, we haven't. Yes, <laughs> because I'm not, but... I'm not, I'm not tethering by cable. Yeah, but you were, <laughs> um, you weren't, you weren't uh, holding it. It's you out of its you case. Didn't have it in its enclosing case, and it was up on the gimbal for a while. And the only reason it's not in front of the fan is because it's freezing fucking cold in here. Yeah, otherwise it's much it. Colder. Yeah. Anyway, so what was I talking about? Um, After the show. After the show, after the disaster, I was I was still on Twitch, and it started playing some guy called Trainwrecks TV or something, right? right. Who who was playing slots? Yes, Just you said digital slots, right? Yeah. And I'm sitting thinking, what the? F-? And all you all you see is the slots going and boom, 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 boom and it just keeps going and it looks like there's no fucking skill involved. It's of course, there's not. He's just sitting clicking he's, slots. He's, he's and he's sitting like this, you know, mumbling to himself, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm losing so much it. fucking money. Yeah, no, but he, he appeared to be making money. But I'm looking at it thinking, how, how? How does he have 1.8 million subscribers? Because I'll tell you what happened. Um, a lot of these Twitch streamers started off as gamers. They started off, you know, video gamers and stuff like that. Mm. And they played games like fucking <laughs> Minecraft, right? No, no. He had 40,000 people watching him playing let, slots. L- let me continue, right? Because actually this is something that I want to do an expose on. And it's not just Twitch, it's YouTube as well. Because I've got a real fucking big issue with what they're doing i've got a real big issue the reason i've got a real big issue is so they they started off uh basically promoting themselves to small children they would play games like minecraft and roblox and you know the games that the small children play i'm talking 10 10 years even my eight-year-old plays minecraft and roblox right and he likes to watch youtubers that teach him a little bit more about minecraft and roblox so a lot of these twitch streamers that you see playing slots they are those and so they've built up a significant audience of children and i mean children um then all of a sudden they started getting these sponsorship deals from unregulated cryptocurrency casinos yeah right so unregulated cryptocurrency casinos in curacao uh they're based in curacao uh, they they are not licensed it's actually illegal to to play at them in this country because they're bitcoin casinos and you can't play them and uh, you can deposit in them like brits can deposit in these casinos but they can't withdraw so if they make a massive win they can't actually have their money and there's a lot of scamming going involved there's also no real age limit on these things and what they did was they were given i mean i'll give you an example there's a there's a youtube channel called full send and they were being given millions by a company called Rubet, right? It's an offshore regulated crypto casino. 
And then in turn, what they would do is they would pump most of these millions back into the slots, say, play at stakes, which were stupid, you know, like $50, $100 a spin, to their audience of children. And then these companies would give them a link, you know, sign up through yeah. my link to this. And then so the kids because the, they're going you know just use your, your parents credit card there's no real age limit on these things or anything like that and they're signing these kids up and every um every dollar lost that these kids make part, part of it goes to that streamer and so it's within those streamers interest to basically create gambling addicts out of children and youtube and twitch know about it they, the, the gambling links for the children to click are in video descriptions on both of these platforms. YouTube and Twitch give them ads and promote them. And yet, when we have a conversation with a hotelier, we get banned. Mm. Do you not see a problem here? Because I see a mm -hmm. massive problem with it. Now, I've got no issue yeah. with anybody making videos of themselves playing slots. But no, make videos of yourself playing slots. That doesn't matter. What matters is when you ultimately start marketing to your audience of children and saying, sign up to this through my link so that I can make money off you. And then these big tech companies are paying them to do it. They're paying them to do it. I, I can't get my head around it. Okay. I think it's a real problem. Well, I think you've answered why they do it because it's a win-win situation for them. Yeah, for it, them and the tech company because they're getting loads of kids would mm -hmm. spend all their money. Yeah, but it's not just their money, is it? Sure, plumed anymore. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, and start and then it starts a circle of bullying where they then go to school and bully other people, other kids to get their lunch money off them because they've spent all their money gambling on slots. Yeah, and then they grow up and become bullies and end up as drunk dealers and pimps. And then they start stealing things like football stadiums, and and so, yeah. And then they become Russian oligarchs. Yeah, it's a and slippery then, slope. All of a sudden, you, one, you, you you're name, one step away from becoming a Russian oligarch. Your name was Little Davy when you were a kid, but now, uh, now, now we call him uh, uh, Ivan. Ivan, yeah, we call him Ivan. And this is why computer Ivan. games are bad for you. Yes, and you're. you're your, your super yacht has been impounded and you've been poisoned by a bad Iceland volavant at a Ukraine peace talk. <laughs> God, Roman Abramovich is still claiming that he was poisoned, isn't he? He's fucking arse. He obviously he's, had some dodgy food. Off. Yeah, he said apparently the skin was peeling off his face. Like, my skin. <laughs> What does some gentleman must? the fucking state of him. That's because he was forced to go out in the sunlight. <laughs> oh no, I forgot my factor 5000. I'm really ah, just vampire. I'm vampire. I'm vampire. <laughs> you know that film? Anyway. Oh, I think I've had enough. You think you've had enough? Well, we did this for an hour yeah. longer than you, comrade. You, you just yeah, you. you just appear. You just show up. And just I've been fucking up to my neck and figures and fucking numbers all day. Has this been a nice oh. reprieve from that though? It has actually. This is I think this has been quite an enjoyable show. What the fuck are you watching there? Is that a trailer? Is that it's the what? new min it's a new minions movie that was supposed to come out two years ago? <laughs> it was it, it, the, the rise of Gru. I've had is that Shalini. 
Well, she loves minions. She's a big minions she fan. She, she said she was identifying as a minion. Yeah, yeah, she did say she, that. Um, these people did, think I don't read the chat, but so you know what? There's about four or five people chatting on Twitch, but there's fourteen of you watching. So, say hello, lurkers. Say hello. We we don't bite. We don't bite. We 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 do like. I think sometimes we sometimes we do actually. <laughs> do we? <laughs> well, sometimes we do the bit of mocking. <laughs> yeah, but we mock each other more than we mock them. No, well, maybe maybe it was because I give the chat room a, a good talking to a couple of weeks ago. John. Yes. They have an hour and twenty-eight minutes to enter our competition. They do. <laughs> they you know do. What? If you don't enter our competition, you've got to be in it to win it. Big Papa Klaus will win by default. If you do, if you don't win, big if you don't enter, Big Papa Klaus will. I, I I'm, I'm telling you, <laughs> you fucking wanker, <laughs> you fucking wanker. Adam, feel free to feel free to call him a fucking wanker. Go on. <laughs> He's had his he's had his Pfizer. <laughs> it's affected his hearing. Chrissy just said in capital letters, "Fucking hell, John!" Fucking hell, John! <laughs> she has headphones on. Oh, oh yeah, but uh, give it, Chrissy. So do we. Me bummed out. So do we. <laughs> We ha well, we we have ear well, monitors. I just wanted to make sure we didn't miss anyone because you've only got an hour and a half. Yeah, that's true. Oh God, my fucking signal's going. Right, we're back. Right, hurry we're back. up. We're back. Hurry up, ladies and gentlemen. Promote, you, promote. ladies and gentlemen, you you have just under one hour and a half. If you would like to enter our competition to join us on the road trip, you can do so by supporting us at patreon.com forward slash chasing descent. However, you can only enter the competition if you enter at the twenty pound tier. But if you would just like to support us anyway, we would really appreciate it. You can do so from one pound a month. That's twenty five p a week. Uh, what what are you what are you doing, Adam? Adam pointing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're pointing to the. He's, he's pointing to the ticker. Okay. Uh, I, I was like, what? What? What is, what is he? Oh, right. Yeah. I was. I, I, no. Other way. Other way. Other way. Other way. <laughs> there we go. That. That's it. There we go. Um. Put on again. No. You put that klaxon on again, John, and you're fucking fired. <laughs> You've got to pay me before you can fire me. That's true. That's true. I, I, I don't pay him. <laughs> to be fair, I don't get paid. So. Uh, don't get paid. We're poor. We're we, poor. We're very fucking Send poor. Money, please. Sh Shalini says your your ticket is a health hazard and no more klaxon. <laughs> no more clacks, okay. We 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 our 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 um our connection is holding nice and strong now, so we're all right for a minute. Um, okay. Yeah. So um yeah, if you'd like to support us and you think our our show is fun, then please head to patreon.com forward slash chasing descent, where you can support us from a little as little as one pound a month, which is twenty five p a week. <clears throat> now we are, and we tried to we tried to talk about this last night, but we are rolling back to three shows a week. Um. Peace and Co. is going to be uh, cannibalized into the first hour of the Wednesday show, I think. Um, we, we, we're, we're just working on that right now. Jess? 
Jess. No. No. No, Jess. No, no, Jess. <laughs> no. Uh-oh. She. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> 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 Adam's just sitting there with his fingers in his ears, waiting. I, I, I think John might have had a stroke. I don't know what he's doing right now. <laughs> so, if you are listening on the podcast, then please consider heading to rumble.com forward slash descent media. That's rumble.com forward slash descent media or many other alternative tech platforms that John will, if in the description of the episode, John will put the platforms you can come and come watch us in video form because like we said earlier, there are a lot of you over there in California that are downloading. It's, it's strangely high the amount of people that are in California that are downloading our podcast. It makes up almost... Yeah, like over 300. Is it over 300? That's... Yeah. The entire employee team, Chris. Yeah. Chris thinking, no, they're not over there, are they? They're, they're in... <laughs> no. They're, they're... Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we're 300 people in California. Yeah. They're just lovely. They are indeed. Um, and so we'd like, we'd like to, we'd like to see you in our chat. And uh, John's just put in the chat all of the websites where you can come and oh, watch. Gosh, I need to take the live out, don't I? We're, going, we're not going to broadcast. Well, we anymore. we didn't broadcast there tonight. Um, yeah. And that's more so for my all... bandwidth reasons. Yeah, yeah, because I, I've I've realised that whilst it's a great thing to broadcast to so many platforms, my computer disagrees. And my internet connection disagrees as well. So until I can actually afford to start upgrading things, um, I need to, to, to needed to roll it back a bit. So we are officially on eight or uh, seven platforms again now. Seven platforms, including Instagram. Seven. So uh, we are on Instagram. I did put us up on Instagram because I I quite well, watched... did you? yeah yeah I don't know if anybody's uh, watched it tonight on Instagram. I don't know if anybody's said anything on Instagram because. I can't see it. Even though it's on my Instagram account, Instagram do not allow me to view the live stream or any comments attached to the live stream. It's ominous. So it's like that you... <laughs> ominous. Where, where is it going? Is it being fed through the Instagram machine? For... I, don't, I don't know, but they don't let me see it. No, They're but like... I can see it. So has is, is anybody I watched it? it? Or have they gone... No, but I can... I don't know. I haven't. I'm. I'm not on Instagram. I don't like Instagram. So you just said you can shite. see it, but you're not. Oh Jesus! No. Christ. What I mean is, I can see it if I chose to go on Instagram. I can see the stream. Right. You said you can't, but I can. Right. Right. So I'm just saying I don't. I don't choose to go on Instagram. You don't choose <laughs> to go on Instagram. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to the 40 people that have watched in tonight on uh, uh, on Brand YouTube. There's uh, three people currently watching in on Odyssey, so thank you for that. And uh, God knows how many people do or don't watch on Rumble. We don't fucking tell us. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, and then all of you watching live on Twitch, YouTube, and Twitter as well. So, um, anyhow, John, despite the fact you thank weren't you. here. 
Well, After Dark is normally introduced by you. I you did introduce it. Abrogated your responsibility. There. I, I did introduce it. I, I, and in yeah, fact, well, I gave I gave a very good introduction to our guest today, actually. Yeah, but you missed out Adam, didn't you? No. <laughs> well, why did you say you didn't really introduce him properly once David Nolan had left? I didn't say I didn't really introduce him properly. He didn't really get to speak in the first hour. Well, that's only because David Nolan talks all the time. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but he's a brilliant he's a brilliant orator. One man report says Instagram yeah, is visible. It's not it's not visible to me though. Instagram don't let me see it. So I just don't know. Yeah, you, you you know what? We gathered that. <laughs> we have gathered that. Because you moan about it at least once or twice every fucking show. <laughs> I'm gonna put up a list. They're Cellini, not. I'm going to put up a list of things now, that stop talking about. Right. Anyway, thank you, one and all, for attending tonight on this episode of After Dark, which has been graced with the presence of both Adam and David Nolan of Stop Common Best. Been a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have you or David or or both of you. I think that was our first four person roundtable, so that was pretty good. But it was it was really good and to have you guys. All right. it, yeah, and it looked good as well. Um, uh, uh, but so thank you one and all, as John would normally say, for attending this show, this episode of Chasing Descent After Dark. I've stopped counting them, so I don't know what number it is. I don't care. Um, <laughs> but thank you, and uh, we will be back here Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, life. At... There may be the odd um, humorous video, perhaps humorous short posted between now and then on YouTube or run YouTube or, or Rumble. Or... Um, they'll just be little tiny snippets, little tiny snippets to give you a little warm feeling as we move into the weekend. Yeah, it might be just literally. Uh, we should be dancing, yeah, and we'll just dance past the camera. That'll be it. That'll be it. That's all yeah, you're getting. Yeah. Uh, it won't be me, but maybe I am, but it won't be me. Just do some disco lights. <laughs> and what's that? It's a uh, good night from me. <laughs> it's good night from me. Thank you, everybody. Good night from me. Good. Bye-bye. Uh, uh, Take away those diamonds. I don't need those rocks. A second-hand car. And a new pair of socks I want liberty Without conditions Roll up the carpet From the floor I don't want to be your prisoner No more I want liberty Without conditions I want liberty On my conditions Too loud. Give me a guitar and I'll play to the crowd. I want liberty without conditions. Take away that job. I don't want to work. I'll stay at home and play in the dirt. I want liberty without conditions. I want liberty on my conditions.
walk your line I want liberty without conditions Work on the docks or down a hole Come out at night and pray for your soul I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on my conditions Diamonds, I don't need those rocks A second-hand car and a new pair of socks I want liberty without conditions Roll up the carpet from the floor I don't want to be your prisoner no more I want liberty without conditions I want liberty on Conditions 